Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller? I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh, you got burned. Next caller. I traded in my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24+. Plus. Hmm, how's that bad? I got to choose from their best plans. So what went wrong? Oh, nothing went wrong. And you're calling to... To request a song? You want a song. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 Hello again and good morning, everybody. It's your host, Jason McIntyre, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. Kind of a chilly Saturday morning out here in L.A. Put on the T-shirt, went outside to the car, and woo. Oh, brisk. I think brisk is a good word. Uh, I got a bunch of friends uh, who went to the Yankees game last night in New York, and they were texting me how freezing it was. I'm watching the game, and I'm like, man, winter hats, scarves, gloves. Good to be in L.A. Hope everybody had an outstanding week. I had a pretty tremendous week all around. No complaints. Um, Life is good. And uh, you know who life isn't good for? 
Let's just right out of the gate, jump right into it. Quarterbacks in the NFL. I got to say, I know in the NBA there was a big injury this week to Zion Williamson, and you know we'll touch on that a little bit later. It's going to kill my New Orleans Pelicans um, playoff futures. Uh, yes, I have one of those. But uh, it was just a rough week for injuries, specifically quarterback. I mean, Pat Mahomes goes down Thursday night. And, you know, it almost feels like one of those that's been bubbling, like a breakup in a relationship, right? And you had a rough rough date, and then you got an argument. You got back, it's fine. And, you know, a month later, you get in another argument. And you can kind of feel the relationship teetering. And that's kind of the same with the fragility of Pat Mahomes, huh? The great MVP last year, Kansas City Chiefs star, must-see TV. Remember, Gavin, people were calling... Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs, the Warriors, on the gridiron last year. You remember that when he was throwing 50 oh, yeah. touchdown passes? And now Mahomes can't stay healthy this year. Just gimpy, gimpy, and now the knee. And I, I mean, listen, it's it's brutal. And and I, I just worry about quarterbacks in the NFL because, folks, the most valuable commodity in sports is an NFL quarterback. Above all, you know, we, we're watching baseball postseason. Obviously, pitching matters. Yes, starting pitching. But the bullpen, significantly important as the sport evolves and changes, as we've seen in every sport. Heck, the NBA. Look at the NBA. The 80s and 90s in the NBA were back-to-the-basket centers. That's what it was. And then Shaq, too. Now, it's a wing league. Point guard matters, but it's a wing league. you got to be a two-way player in the NBA. And none of those positions in baseball or basketball can touch the importance of a quarterback. And I know there's only 32 quarterbacks in the world, right? Starting in the NFL, there's only 32 starters. There really ain't 32 starters, right? I mean, look around the league. Remember, I did a segment on this show. I think it was in July, maybe early August, about how Trevor Lawrence of Clemson was so good, I would start him over some NFL starters right now. That's how bleak the outlook was at quarterback. You guys laughed, but I mentioned, and I jot the, jotted these down, the Miami Dolphins, you know without a doubt, Lawrence right now, I would take him over Rosen or Fitzpatrick. I mentioned Buffalo. Now, Buffalo uh, has a winning record. They look good. Um, Josh Allen has not been very good. Go look at the Football Outsiders DVOA numbers. He's like one of the lowest-ranked starting quarterbacks. I mentioned Baltimore. Lamar Jackson started hot, had some turnovers. Ravens have a winning record. I mean, if I asked you today, you want Trevor Lawrence or Lamar Jackson, I think you've got to give that a lot of thought. I said Jacksonville with Nick Foles. Um, Nick Foles got hurt about half, half, one half into the season, and we've seen Gardner Minshew. Ain't nobody taking Gardner Minshew over Trevor Lawrence. Arizona Cardinals, Kyler Murray's run hot and cold, uh, doesn't have much of a line. Again, I think it's a no-brainer. I'm taking Trevor Lawrence. Over Kyler Murray. And finally, the Redskins, and you're not going to argue that, obviously. Redskins are a joke. Well, which one was that? The Titans. Oh, the they Tennessee Titans. They were not on my list. And yeah, I think everybody and their mom would take Trevor Lawrence over Marcus Mariota. So now you're looking at, well, Jason, you said there's 32 starting quarterbacks in the world. That's about eight teams that are shaky. Okay? And I'm not even mentioning a guy like Baker Mayfield, who I don't know if we're going to touch on in this show because they're on a bye this week. But according to the Football Outsiders numbers, they rank 33 starting quarterbacks so far this year that have enough uh, you know, plays or whatever to qualify. Sam Darnold is not on that list. Baker Mayfield's 32nd 
out of 33. If you must know, Josh Rosen is 33rd. Um, so there really aren't 32 great quarterbacks. And now they're getting hurt? Let me go down the list for you. Drew Brees, injured, out. Ben Roethlisberger, season over. Foles, we mentioned. Trubisky could be coming back this week. Cam Newton. And now Pat Mahomes. So you're telling me right there, six guys? Six starters. And I'm not even including Andrew Luck retiring. I'm not even including Sam Darnold's mana, which was freaky. But folks, the most valuable commodity in sports is an NFL starting quarterback. And I am calling it right now. Gavin, you can take this to the bank. There will be at least four or five questionable roughing the passer penalties this weekend. Social media is going to be outraged. The announcers may get angry, but I'm telling you already, I will be siding with the referees here. We got to protect quarterbacks. You have to. Now, I know. I know what you're going to say. Jason, Mahomes was not injured on a cheap shot. I'm aware of that. Neither was Cam. Neither was Trubisky. Neither was Fultz. But when they're dropping like flies, you've got to protect the ones that are healthy. Do you remember, guys, in 20, I think it was 2017, ratings were down. Everybody was blaming the Kaepernick mess. The president of the United States was tweeting about Kaepernick. Well, guess what we saw? It wasn't because of Kaepernick that ratings were down. It was the quarterback injuries. And I looked this up. Andrew Luck did not play at all. Aaron Rodgers suffered a broken collarbone on that hit by Anthony Barr. Ryan Tannehill, not a star, but he was a starter. First-round pick, tore his ACL. Sam Bradford bounced in week one. I'm aware. Case Keenum did come in, and they went to the NFC title game. Still, Sam Bradford was a starter. He was a number one overall pick. By the way, Gavin, is Sam Bradford even in the NFL, or is he retired? I will check on that. I I, I don't even know at this point. Carson Palmer, who was once a runner-up MVP like five years ago when the Cardinals uh, lost to Cam in the— NFC title game. Bradford is a free agent, right? Sam Bradford, free agent. Okay. Um, He's made a lot of money, though. He has made a lot of money, yes. Um, Carson Palmer broke his arm. Deshaun Watson had an incredible six games. He had 19 touchdowns, well, six and a half games. Tours ACL in practice, out. And then you go down the list. Carr, Mariota, Winston, also. All those guys were hurt. So 2017 in the NFL, ratings were down not because of Kaepernick, not because of the social issues, the kneeling. Because of the quarterback injuries. People don't want to turn on Sunday night football and watch, no disrespect to Devlin Hodges, but Phillip Rivers versus Devlin Hodges is not going to uh, control my attention. And I got some bad news for you. Next week, Sunday night football, Aaron Rodgers versus Matt Moore. Like, you just, that's a tough sell. People have been watching football all day and now I got to watch Matt Moore? Now, if it's Patrick Mahomes versus Aaron Rodgers, you're not moving for three hours. Oh, and Monday night next week, um, and this is, I feel bad for the executives at our rival network, Ryan Fitzpatrick or Josh Rosen, I mean, does it really matter, versus Mason Rudolph or Devlin Hodges. I mean, that's a real Monday night football game. And, And guys, think back to Thursday night football. After Mahomes went down, you watch a couple Joe Flacco dropbacks and Matt Moore dink and dunk, and it's like, all right, what else is on? I, I mean, it's just a tough watch. I, I'm telling you, there are going to be some flags this weekend protecting quarterbacks, and you guys are going to get outraged. I'm telling you now, 
preemptively, please relax, okay? Please. I know that uh, quarterbacks can get injured on freaky stuff. Remember Jimmy G last year, and I'll never forget it. I had him on my fantasy team. I'm watching Jimmy G against the Chiefs. Uh, I think I had actually bet the Niners in that spot. And Jimmy G was, like, leading a comeback. And he just, like, runs out of bounds on the sideline and pops his ACL. Like, stuff happens. So that's why you got to keep the ones who are healthy upright. And and it really scares me now that Mahomes is down. I mean, it's just quarterbacks are so tough. This isn't like losing a point guard in the NBA. Obviously, there are outliers. LeBron James goes down for the Lakers. Well, they're not making the playoffs. Something happens to Giannis. Well, geez, the Bucs get fired up to watch Chris Middleton and Eric Bledsoe. Like, it, 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 it's just not quite the same. And plus, NBA, like, come on. Uh, go look at how many people are watching an NBA game on Tuesday night versus how many people are watching uh, th- this uh, Sunday's Eagles-Cowboys game on Sunday night. Or hell, even Seahawks-Ravens is going to be a hell of a game. And, and, I, and I just get worried about these quarterbacks. Now, I, I just quickly want to, uh, you know, before we wrap up this segment— I do want to mention something on Baker Mayfield, okay? Um, It it was a bit of a bloodbath for me last weekend in the Super Contest. I was on Baker Mayfield and the Browns. It was a great spot. They were winning 20-6. to And I know you guys are about to say, well, why are you going to take a crap on Baker Mayfield when he's not even playing this weekend? It ties into the quarterbacks. Just give me a second, okay? Baker won a Heisman at Oklahoma. He put up ridiculous stats in college, comes to the NFL— And in 14 games, Baker Mayfield was awesome. He had 27 touchdowns last year. He did struggle a bit against the good teams. Expectations through the roof. He's on the cover of every preseason magazine. He's doing all of the interviews in the offseason. It's Baker Mayfield's world. We just live in it. Six games into the 2019 season, he leads the NFL in interceptions with 11. And he's completing 56% of his passes. I said it a couple minutes ago. He is the 32nd ranked quarterback so far this season out of 33 who qualify. Let that sink in. And I'm going to ask you this. And Gavin, I, I, I didn't put this on the rundown here. Do we know if Baker Mayfield is a franchise quarterback? It's hard to say. I mean, he had a great rookie year. But we've seen a lot of quarterbacks have a great rookie year. Thank you very much. Um, I don't – I mean, listen, I'm not saying he's not, but he ain't definitely a franchise quarterback. Gavin, I got a couple names here. Marcus Mariota looked like a franchise quarterback. Hell, two years ago he got them to the playoffs. Jameis, Beat the Chiefs. Jameis has looked Jameis. like that. I mean, I mentioned Ryan Tannehill. Listen, I've never been a huge guy on him, but when he teamed up with Adam Gaze in his first year, he put up great numbers. And my guy, Mark Sanchez with the New York Jets, went to two AFC title games. I will never, ever forget this, and I'll probably be mentioning it eh, for another two decades. I watched Mark Sanchez in back-to-back weeks in the playoffs go to Indy and beat Peyton Manning. He had like a last-minute drive Sanchez did to leading to the game-winning field goal. And then he went to New uh, uh, to Foxborough and beat Tom Brady. That's the kind of thing you can hang your hat on. I beat Peyton and Tom Brady back-to-back on the road in the playoffs. I mean, Mark Sanchez did that. The Jets had traded up in the draft for him. And I know there's a bunch of people out there laughing. Come on, get up, Mark Sanchez. 
He went to two AFC title games to start his career. Yes, they had a great offensive line. The defense was good. Rex Ryan knew what he was doing. They had a good running game. Gavin, over under 1.5 AFC title games for Baker Mayfield's career. Career! And the thing is, is my main question would be who is the coach? Because if Freddie Kitchens is the coach, I would say zero. It's an under. Easy. Yes. That now, guy's a mess. Yeah, but. Freddie Kitchens is, and he cost me a, listen, I don't want to talk too much about All the game. Right, yeah. He cost me some money last weekend. He cost okay? his team last weekend. He cost his team yeah. badly. I mean, the buffoonery that he showed in the red zone at the end of the first half. He's like, oh, we're going to get two scores here. You got none. Baker got picked, and Seattle got a touchdown, and that was that. I'm just telling you guys, it is very difficult to find a franchise quarterback. And when you do, you got to protect them at all costs or get them to slide like Russell Wilson, who knows exactly what he's doing I want to make every time that he's in the open field. One quick point, if anyone's shaking their head at you, think back to 2017, First round of the playoffs, it was Raiders-Texans. Oh, gosh. And it was Connor Cook versus Brock Osweiler, mm. who just retired this week, by the way. That's right. Brock Osweiler, $41 million in his career. Um, hell of a story. But, yeah, listen. Um, yeah, Pat Mahomes, get healthy quickly. Drew Brees, we need you back. Uh, these guys got to be healthy. I personally, I, I think the Steelers are done. I don't think they get to the playoffs. So I, I mean, I don't think Roethlisberger's coming back either way. But, I, I last note on Baker Mayfield. Season not over for Baker. Schedule gets a lot easier. They've played a brutal schedule. It will soften. He will turn things around. Coming up next year on Fox Sports Radio. It's a big weekend for the NBA. Season tips off Tuesday night. Lakers Clippers, I will be there. Indeed. Uh, a buddy of mine. I don't know if he's listening right now, but he got really good seats. And I'm like, Wow. I didn't even know. <laughs> I guess this guy's more of a baller than I thought. Um, so I'm very excited for the NBA season. I have tasked Gavin, producer of this show, with his NBA um, predictions. I need some of his. We'll bounce them off each other. I have many. Uh, I have an NBA Finals that will surprise you. Uh, and, yeah, I'm going to touch a little bit about what LeBron said about China this week. Everybody got outraged. Everybody got ticked off. We did a little on the show about it last week. And I'm going to... It's a tough sell. I don't want to say I'm defending LeBron. But if I could just tell you, I see where he's coming from. Is that enough of a tease for you? I see where LeBron's coming from. We'll talk about that next here on Fox Sports Radio. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! 
and even checkouts not until four so because the american express platinum card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants elevated experiences at live events and 4 p.m late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through amex travel that's the powerful backing of american express see how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with amex terms apply there's plenty to celebrate in march and Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are bust. You can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my dance, bro. <laughs> Shout out to the Yankees for that uh, playoff win last night. Isaac, we may do a little Yankees chatter later. I don't know if we'll have the time. Fun uh, hashtag dad life. Watching the game with my kids last night, had to or yesterday afternoon, had to take my daughter upstairs to get ready for soccer practice. I tell my son, Bryce, anything happens, yell to us. Okay? I didn't pause the game. I just said, yell to us. Within 30 seconds, home run, Yankees! We sprint downstairs or rewind it. And, like, I got to just say, watching sports with your kids is fun, especially if you're rooting for the same team. And the kid on the Yankees, who uh, the kid Hicks, strokes his shot off the foul pole, and it's just bedlam in Yankee Stadium. And it was just, it's one of those moments where, like, fall baseball. I mean, again, I have said a lot of times on this show, life is too short to watch regular season baseball. Um, Playoff baseball is awesome, especially in New York. That's when I kind of got out of college and the Yankees were awesome, and I was living outside New York City or right around New York City. And I would just go into the village downtown and just the bars are packed, college girls everywhere. It was just an awesome scene, and the Yankees were always playing, so every bar is overflowing. People were just going crazy. And that shot, that home run last night just brought back some memories. Good times. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year automatically with no limit to how much will match. Millions of people a year are getting their cash back unmatched. Discover cash back match. What are you waiting for? Learn more at discover.com slash cashback match. We'll do super contest picks in about six minutes with TA again. Rough week for your boy. I mean, it is frustrating. We'll get to that in a minute. All right, so on LeBron, and you guys don't understand how many times people will say something to me on social media. Oh, hey, you and Coward to love to talk football. Why don't you ask him about LeBron and China? I'm like, we talk about that plenty. 
Coward and I talk about it. It's just not a, a TV topic. It doesn't do well. It, it, people find it boring. When, you've got to look, when you have to do, as our rival network did, break out a map pointing to... What, what did he... Uh, Chris, I don't know if you follow this. ESPN had put a map on the screen. Yeah. And, and they had kind of mapped out... I don't know if it was Hong Kong, China, whatever they had mapped out, and they screwed it up. So in, in political terms, it's called the Nine-Dash nine Line. It's basically China's claim to most of the South China Sea, to Taiwan, basically right. saying those are those yeah. are their territories. It's It's... Kind of crazy they ran that because that's a hard line yeah. Chinese political map. And, and like, why are they even going there? How many fans watching have a clue? Remember, we're talking about American sports fans, the guys who eat Doritos and drink beer on the couch. That's like 90% of, uh, of football fans and basketball fans. Eating chips and popcorn and watching sports and drinking soda and beer. They got no clue what this map is. That's why on TV you can't ram Hong Kong and China down their throats. I'm sorry. Uh, am I talking down to sports fans? I don't think so. I think that's the reality of most hardcore sports fans. They want to know, is Dak Prescott worth $30 million? Yes or no? Is LeBron better than Jordan? Yes or no? Does that make them simpletons? No, I think it makes them just like they want to escape from the reality of all that crap that's on every time you turn on CNN and, and, and MSNBC, all that stuff. Like They don't want that. They want to escape from the politics into sports, and that's why, guys, that LeBron China, I don't think, is a particularly interesting topic. Now, for radio, it could play a little better. You're in the car, right? You're driving around, and, you know, you're like, oh, this is kind of interesting. And I'm just going to say it like this. LeBron made a bunch of comments when he got back to America safely, and a lot of people got outraged. And I will just say one thing I like that LeBron said, there's a lot of young guys on the Lakers. A lot of young guys on the nets. All you need is one microphone shoved in one guy's face and he makes, you know, a 22, 23-year-old makes a dumb comment out of pocket and you're in a communist country. Are we sure? Are we 100% certain they're not dragging him out of a hotel room and taking him who knows where? Are we 100% certain that that's not happening because somebody made a comment? I will refer you to the UCLA basketball kids who, like idiots, tried to steal something, were confined to their hotel, and the president of the United States had to step in and bail those guys out. They don't mess around in China. Now, if your takeaway is the NBA should then get the hell out of China, hey, that's a good, that's a fine take. Um, That would also mean a lot less money for NBA players. That would also mean a much lower salary cap. That changes a lot of things. NBA made this political bed. They've got to deal with it. Fortunately, I I don't really have to. And again, I keep coming back to this. And we talked with Clay Travis about it last week on the podcast. If you missed it, you know, go to iTunes and get it. Um, I, I just, if you want to play that game where, well, the NBA is in bed with China, I refuse to watch the NBA. Fine, you could do that. But if you want to take it the next step, look at the jeans you're wearing. Okay, where were they made? Do they own the gene company that you were in? Look at the food you're eating for lunch. Who owns that company? Do you know what their their beliefs and their stances are? I mean, if you want to go down the list, you could go down the list. And it's going to get a very difficult world for you because of how things have shaken out. And if you want to call LeBron a flip-flopper, that's fine. Uh, this will be the last political reference I make. Just remember, go back and look it up. Obama and Hillary Clinton were uh, flip-flopping on 
same-sex marriage, until it was convenient for them. Or you could call it evolving, whatever. But everybody evolves slash changes to kind of fit their needs. And if LeBron's doing something to fit his needs, I I can't kill him for it. I'm sorry, guys. And there you have it, four minutes on politics, and now I'm going to get 17 negative, angry tweets, uh, and I'm just going to skip over them. But coming up next year on Fox Sports Radio, we're going to go through super contest picks. I need to get back on the horse. But first, let's go to Isaac Lowenkron for the latest in Major League Baseball postseason stories. That would be Game 5. Good morning, Jason, of the American League Championship Series last night. Top of the first inning, the Astros, who were leading the series three games to one score to take a one nothing lead. DJ LeMahieu of the Yankees comes up in the bottom of the first inning with Jam Master John Sterling at the WFAN microphone. The 0-1 to DJ. Swung on and drilled to deep right. That ball is high. It is far. It is gone to tie the game. David John makes long gone. He homers to right, and the game is tied at one. And then later in the bottom of the first inning, Aaron Hicks was at the plate with two men on. The pitch is lined deep to right field down the line. She is gone. It hit the foul pole. It climbed off the foul pole. It's a three-run home run. Aaron Hicks hits one to the stick. And the Yankees take a 4-1 lead. Unbelievable. Anyway, the Yankees went out to win the game 4-1. Astros still lead the series three games to two. Game six is tonight at 8.08 Eastern in Houston. Both teams landed in Houston just before 3 a.m. Central time this morning. Isaac, the, yeah. Isaac, real quick, who does that favor, you think? Or does it not matter? Um, I don't think it necessarily matters either way because I think both teams are affected equally i mean ideally you wouldn't want a no travel day in between games in the postseason but as you know tv rules the roost i mean whoever wins the world series is gonna is gonna start on tuesday so if it goes seven you know the the winning team is only gonna have one day off before the world series starts but again such is life when television is involved we also have an nfl note that just came down this is interesting adam Schefter reporting that the tennessee titans are releasing veteran defensive end brent urban now this could be a sign that highly touted first round draft pick defensive Mm. end jeffrey simmons could be ready to play remember he tore his acl in february training for the draft titans still drafted him 19th overall and he returned to practice just this week so it could be a sign that he's going to play as early as tomorrow against the Chargers. In college football Friday night, fourth-ranked Ohio State won at Northwestern 52-3, humiliating sports media Northwestern alums throughout the country. (laughs) Back to you, Jason. Jeez, Uh, Isaac, off the top rope. Thank you, buddy. Uh, Back here on Fox Sports Radio, I am your host, ladies and gentlemen, Jason McIntyre, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. It's easy. To save 15% or more on car insurance with GEICO, go to GEICO.com or call 1-800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. All right, so my next guest, you know, we have him on all the time. We help make him a uh, gambling superstar on the internet. And every week we try to do about 10 solid minutes on super contest picks. T.A., he's back! Uh, By the way, T.A., when is the wedding? I see all your Instagram, uh, you know, wedding cake tasting things. Dude, when are you getting hitched? What's up, Jason? Yeah, in three weeks is the three weeks from today. So. Oh wow! In the middle of the season. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot, a hectic time. 
Jeez. Oh boy. All right. So let's dive into the picks. First of all, how are you do? Are you have you fully rebounded? Where are you now? Yeah, I'm I'm one game uh, under 500. So I bounced back a little bit. Had a three and two week last week. Um, you know, still not where I want to be. But I started off really cold. So it's it's been an uphill battle. But uh, yeah, right right around 500. So. Got to end the uh, second, get the second half of the season going, and uh, you know, hopefully, get above that sixty percent mark. All right, so uh, let's get started with a pick. I'm sure we both have uh, Chicago Bears. Alvin Kamara has been ruled out. Bears are three and a half in the contest. I liked him before Kamara was out. Uh, I know it's getting in front of the Teddy Bridgewater uh, cover train, and I've done that now two weeks in a row with the uh, with the dumb dumb Bucks, and then. Uh, last week with the Jags, but uh, third time should be a charm. I'm on the Bears. Yeah, I am as well. And you know, like like you mentioned, I, I like them before. You know, Kamara and Cook were announced out. That's obviously um, going to be a big factor. And uh, you know, look, it's not like the the Saints have been you know scoring a ton of points here with Bridgewater. It's really been that defense that that you know brought them uh, victories the last few weeks. Um, but here we go. It's a tough spot. You're back to back in road games. You're going uh, playing a four o'clock game in the cold weather of Chicago, uh, you know, in Soldier Field. The Bears off a bye. It's, it's kind of a good spot for for the Bears. Tough spot for the Saints ahead of a bye. And you can tell. I think the fact that they sat Cook and Kamara, I think it's more precautionary. Mm-hmm. Um, shows you that they you know, this is almost an emotional letdown for them. That they're kind of all right. We've won a bunch in a row. We can kind of take this time to, to recharge your batteries. I don't think they're going to be fully engaged. And you've got the Bears coming off of that terrible London performance, you know, seething after the bye. And so I think they're going to come out firing. And for the Saints, um, you know, they've, they've done a good job protecting Teddy Bridgewater. But when he does get pressured, he is uh, struggling. He's 26 in the NFL in QB rating under pressure, according to Pro Football Focus. And the Bears are number two in the NFL in terms of, uh, you know, the pass rush. So I think they can get to him. And without that safety valve in Kamara, I think they're going to harass them all game. And all you really need, I think, for uh, Trubisky and the Bears to cover this is, you know, 14 to 17 points. And I think they'll be okay here. Yeah. So I'm with you on the Bears. Uh, so, T.A., uh, the next thing, and I know the listeners just want picks. That's all they want. They just want, who, who are you taking? What side? And then they're going to, you know, back you. But one of the big things you've taught me in the last couple of years is to eliminate games. So right out of the gate, I had liked the Texans. And then the closer I look, I start reading the injuries, the history— I just decided to eliminate Texans-Colts. And a lot of the divisional games, I want no part of. Uh, Dolphins-Bills, no thank you. Uh, I just don't want it. And ultimately, I backed off Eagles-Cowboys. Now, a lot of people love the Eagles here. Um, Again, divisional game, I backed off. I think the Eagles will be one of the most popular picks. Public loves them. What are you seeing on this game? And did you pick it? I I did not. You know, we went back and forth on this. I I avoided it because, like I said, I think you know, it seems to be pretty popular, um, both in the mainstream media and, you know, just kind of general public. You know, everyone's on the, the Eagles. And, look, I, I think it's a coaching mismatch. I think uh, Doug Peterson is, can, you know, is, is way above what Jason Garrett has, has shown us. And, I, to me, this is a tough spot because you've got two teams off a tough, you know, a bad loss. You've got Dallas coming home. They're... There's multiple guys on their own line, you know, Tyron Smith, Lyle Collins, and you've got Amari Cooper is, is uh, questionable. All these guys are going to, you know, you just, there's too many uncertain uncertainties for me to back one side or the other. And the Eagles, as much as I love them preseason, they, their secondary is just an absolute dumpster fire. They're getting torched left and right. And it's just hard for me to take them right now 
um, when it's anything under three. So for me, it's it's an avoid. I just don't. There's just not enough information out there yet for me to really back aside. So yeah, half uh, half the battle in this stuff is avoiding landmines. And again, the divisional matchups are big. We're do we're talking with TA super contest picks. All right. Um, I, I went with the Baltimore Ravens getting uh, three in Seattle. Did you also take them? I'm actually on the Seahawks. Oh, lovely. Oh, <laughs> well, this is a tough game. This is probably above my five. This might be my, my least favorite. I, I just did it because, you know, look, I've been fading Seattle pretty much all year, but this Ravens defense is a complete, um, you know, it's, it's a dumpster fire, as I mentioned. And so they're, you look at some of the numbers, I mean, they're 25th in terms of allowing explosive pass plays. They're 26th in the deep ball, according to DVOA. And you're going up against Russell Wilson, who's got the number one um, deep ball accuracy out of all quarterbacks in the NFL, and they're third in explosive uh, pass plays on offense. And so for me, I just think that there's just way too many big plays here for Seattle to be made against the poor secondary. And I don't think Marcus Peters is really going to help them. He get, he's already got burned two weeks ago in that game against Seattle uh, by DK Metcalf. So I'm not sure how much he's going to help right off the bat. Yeah. Now, I think the Ravens will move the ball because I don't think Seattle's defense is great. But the one thing they do do pretty well is they do stop the run. You know, they're 11th in success rate defensively. It's more of uh, in the air they struggle. And I'm not sure Lamar Jackson – He's really going to be be able to take advantage. I will say they do have a good matchup with Mark Andrews against those linebackers. Seattle's been susceptible against tight ends. So um, from kind of a DraftKings or a fantasy football perspective, I think Mark Andrews will have a good game. But for me, this is just a little bit too much firepower for Seattle at home. Uh, and historically, uh, Russell Wilson's done very well against uh, non-conference opponents for whatever reason, just teams that aren't as familiar. Uh, as a really productive, uh, really good record against non- non-conference opponents against the spread. So uh, I'm on Seattle here, but I'm not I'm not loving it just because that defense struggles so much. Yeah, um, I took another uh, side that I'm already regretting. Green Bay Packers favored by four and a half against the Raiders. Oakland's third trip to the Midwest in five weeks. Uh, I know they're off a bye. Uh, I know Savage is a big loss in the Green Bay secondary. I just the way teams can throw easily on this Raiders team uh, again. They, I, I just don't think they're very good. I think they're a bit overvalued, and the sharps or whatever like them. Uh, line's gone down from like seven on the look ahead, I think, to four and a half. I got Green Bay. So I didn't take this game, and you're right. A lot of the sharps I know are on the Raiders, and really, this is a function of. Um, it's a mismatch from a – the Raiders are going to be able to run the ball. They run the ball on really good defenses, on the Vikings and on the Bears. Uh, you know, Jacob, Josh Jacobs has run for you know, four and a half yards per carry against uh, uh, Minnesota, 4.7 against the Bears. So he's going to be able to run the ball against this bad Green Bay run defense. They've got a good offensive line, so they should be able to handle the pass rush. Uh, and then who on Green Bay, who's uh, Aaron Rodgers going to throw to? Alan Lazard? All three of his top receivers are – either out or questionable. I mean, I don't yeah. know if any of them are going to play. So I think that plus a short week, it's just I think that that's why the numbers come down. I'm not saying Oakland's going to win. I just think it's going to be a tougher game than yeah. um, you know, than that. Four. So uh, I avoided it just because, like I said, I think, like you said, there's a big gap between that look ahead and, and what the current line is. I don't think it's a great value, but uh, I'm just not ready to back Green Bay here. Do you want to give out your last uh, pick or any more? Yeah. Yeah, I'll give you – you mentioned the Texans game. You backed off. I took the Texans here. Oh, and, wow. Okay. And normally, I, like, I'm not one to kind of jump into the, the hype train. You know, Deshaun Watson's had a couple of really big games here. Everyone's talking about him for MVP. But really, they have a, they have a really good matchup against the, against the Colts. So, Texans have been running the ball well all year, top five in, 
in rush offense. They're fourth in explosive runs. The Colts have, have really struggled defending the run. They're 28th in DVOA. They've allowed the second most explosive runs in, in the NFL. Um, and then they're susceptible to the deep ball. They're 24th defending the deep pass. And uh, Deshaun Watson is fourth in, in, in deep ball accuracy. So I think there's plays to be made there. And then you look historically, you know, people say, oh, a team off the bye, this is, this is really a good reason to, to back a side like the Colts. But, you know, ever since the, um, the new CBA uh, in 2011, home teams off a bye have really struggled. Yeah. They are 46 and 63 and four. That's 42%. Since 2011, if you look at just since 2017, it's even worse. Seven, eighteen, and three. Twenty-eight percent. Um, and I don't know, you know, if I think just teams are overvalued by the market. People say, "Oh, home team off a of buy." That's kind of two check, you know, check marks. So that's that's a big reason for us to take them. So I think that the 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 point spreads are are tilted in that favor, but. You know, they're really not uh, producing from, uh, from that perspective. So I don't think that's really a positive here. I think it's, you know, a little bit of a negative. The new CBA states that you can you have to take essentially four straight days off during bye weeks. So teams take, treat it as a mini vacation here. Mm. And I think it, it, it's harder for them to kind of recharge the battery, especially when it's a home game. So you're not really, you're not, you're not going on the road. You're not traveling with your team. You're just kind of sitting at home. And um, I think it takes a little while for those teams to uh, to get back to to you know normal uh, normalcy so that's just a just a theory and the numbers seem to back it up so for me that's not really a positive so i'm on i'm on the texans here i'm gonna follow uh deshaun watson and then by any chance did you uh what was that did you take the giants i did not they were my last cut um jeez no i do like them though if if i knew that ingram and barkley for sure were gonna play i would i would have taken them i just uh you you know uh pat Shermer has been very um you know he's been very secretive. You know they're going to be active, but he's not saying if they're going to play or not for whatever reason. So that that gave me a little bit of pause. Uh, but if they do play, I think they're definitely the right side. Okay. All right, T.A. Hey, great stuff, and uh, good luck with the wedding process and moving and all. Damn, dude. What? I mean, that's a lot crammed into a football season. Uh, keep up the good work, and hopefully you'll be you're available to talk next week. All right. Thanks. Bro. All right, man. Uh, coming up next year on. Fox Sports Radio. We did NFL. We'll do college football a little bit later in the show. But did you hear what's going on in an NFL locker room? A franchise quarterback, and there's a leak. Somebody taking shots at the star quarterback. We'll tell you who that is next year on Fox Sports Radio. Back here on Fox Sports Radio. I was just, uh, you guys know I'm a college basketball nerd my claim to fame, I played in a college basketball keeper league for like five or six years, like really nerdy stuff. And um, you guys know I play pickup basketball. I tell you tales from the pickup court. Had a great week in pickup, by the way. Um, and then I just see USC has this new point guard. Um, and he's a freshman. He's listed at 6'1", 195, but I'm telling you, he's like an NFL safety and he was like 18 years old. He played pickup with us eh, probably about a year and a half ago. And this guy was awesome. I mean, incredible. I was like, geez, who is this guy? And I happened to be on his team. I think I threw him two alley-oops in the game. I mean, I mean, I don't think he dunked them both, but he like laid them in acrobatic stuff. I'm like, yeah, this guy's awesome. He played last night against Villanova. First game in an exhibition, and he was dominant. <laughs> his name, by the way, if you care, Ethan Anderson. Uh, I know his dad. His dad is a good guy. And uh, he has a brother who's also very good. 
But this guy is unbelievable. I don't know if he's going to be the starting point guard for USC, but he put on a show last night. Um, I'm trying to find out how many points he had. Uh, I think I saw 26. I don't know if that's accurate, but I'm telling you, this guy, a name to watch. I don't know if USC is a NCAA tournament team or whatever. Ethan Anderson can ball from USC. All right, so I teased a a situation that's, should we say developing? Is that the right word, Gavin? I think it's already developed. It's developed. Yeah. Um, and, and I think we this is the second time we've heard something about Carson Wentz from the Eagles locker room, right? Uh, I, I'm pretty sure it was last year that there was someone saying Carson Wentz is kind of selfish and maybe the success had gone to his head and he only looked for a certain target. And you kind of wonder where the hell this was coming from. Um, but according to this report, a player in the Eagles locker room took a shot at Wentz who said the offense has become too complicated for Carson Wentz and he should throw safer checkdown passes. And this quote is, even Peyton Manning knew when to check it down. And, of course, the stats, they don't look awesome for Wentz. Right now, he's 38% completions on passes that travel 15 air yards. And he has three interceptions on deeper passes, which is tied for most in the league. And, basically, Carson Wentz's thing is he wants to keep making a play happen. He doesn't want to give up. He doesn't want to throw it away. He's always trying to make something of nothing. And Doug Peterson is livid. Like, he is angry that somebody in the locker room is is leaking this about uh, Carson Wentz. Now, I will refer you to this. If you look back to that Lions game, there was a play where the offensive line was only blocking three Lions, and Carson Wentz just kept looking, kept looking, kept looking, and the offensive line, like, gave up blocking. They just stopped, and then Wentz got sacked. And it just looked so bad, like... I wonder, Gavin, do you think this leaks from the offensive line or the receivers? It almost sounds like it leaks from a running back, honestly. Ooh. But, uh, no, I, I, I think it could be the line. I love the Eagles. I have them money on them to win the Super Bowl. And this is a big game against the Cowboys. Carson Wentz cannot be happy. Coming up next year on Fox Sports Radio, more NFL. We're diving deep, folks. Warren Sharp stops by the show. That's next. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. 
6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. There's plenty to celebrate in March and Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are bust. You can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game winner I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my dance, bro. <laughs> Our number two here on Fox Sports Radio. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Jason McIntyre coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. College football kicks off in an hour. I got to say this. The lineup last week was ridiculous. The lineup next week is insanely good. The lineup this week in college football, eh, it's a... um, Hey, significant other. Hey, wife. Um, can we get a babysitter? Let's go hang out. Let's go see a movie. You know, the wife will love that, folks. The lineup for college football this week is not good. I'm telling you, Penn State will blow out Michigan. And that's supposed to be the game of the weekend. But uh, we'll get back to college football in a minute. Now I want to pivot over to the NFL and uh, welcome in our next guest. You know him. Uh, he's been on this show. He's been on a lot of shows. He's blowing up. You can find him at sharpfootballanalysis.com. Warren Sharp. Warren, good morning. How are you? I'm doing great, Jason. You? Uh, I'm excellent, man. I'm good. And, uh, you know, I've been visiting your site, following a lot of your stuff. We've been talking for a while now. And I think it's starting to uh, sink in to football fans, right? Uh, the advanced stats are are better uh, served for fans if you want to gamble and just knowledge of the game. But, Warren, there is one stat i got to ask you about. Okay, and it's success rate. When a football fan driving around in their car hears success rate, or why, or hears it on TV or on a podcast, I just I want you to start by articulating like what exactly does that mean uh, for a team's rushing or passing success rate? Well, it's kind of the next level into into understanding context of statistics in general. So most people are familiar with 
total yards per game and then yards per carry, yards per pass attempt, right, which basically takes total yards and divides it by how many attempts, whether it's rushing or passing. The problem with that is there's no context to it. You can have a third and 15 and the coach basically gives up and has the running back run the ball and he gains 10 yards because the defense is playing past or standing at the sticks. And that doesn't, that's not going to convert them. That's not going to help them win that game. Right. They're going to end up punting the ball. But he has 10 yards that get added to his total yards. And on one carry, when you divide that by his average, his average is going to spike a little bit from plays like that when the defense really doesn't care. What success rate does is it looks at the yards to go and what down it is. And it defines like what you need to achieve in order to stay ahead of the sticks so to speak, and uh, you stay on track to move the chains and get a first down. Um, and it basically says it's binomial. It's either one or zero. You either were successful or you were not successful. So on a first down play, some people use 50% of the yards to go. Some people use 40%, but let's say it's first and 10. If you get five yards, that's a successful right. play. On second down, you need to get 60% of the yards to go in order to be successful. And then on third or fourth down, you need to get 100% of the yards to, to move the chains to be considered a successful play. And then you look at the number of successful plays over the total plays, and you can figure out what your success rate is. It's a very good statistic to use in concert with average yardage, whether it's yards per carry or pass. And look at those two in concert with one another. I love that. Uh, Warren Sharp from Sharp Football Analysis. I mean, and the thing I like about that, Warren, is it's different from pro football focus, which I like also. But there is still some human element to pro football focus uh, when it comes to grading offensive linemen. Uh, I was at the Rams-Niners game last week. You can see it very clearly. Okay, The Rams offensive line stinks. I know the pro football focus numbers back that up. But sometimes with like a cornerback or or a wide receiver, I, I don't always agree with the pro football focus numbers. Now, when you want to take your success rate numbers and put them to a game, let's go with, say, Cowboys-Eagles. Uh, Sunday Night Football, maybe the game of the weekend, unless you're a Jets fan like me. Um, Cowboys were successful early in the season all the time in that 3-0 and start against bad teams. Warren, has their success rate dipped significantly as the competition has gotten better? It absolutely has. Um, and the good thing about, just so that you know and the listeners know, the good thing about success rate, as I just mentioned, is you can sit at home and you can just look at it. You can figure out what a team's success rate is. You can look at them on a first and ten play, and you can hear the announcer say, well, he picked up three yards. You can know that that's not a successful play, or he picked up five yards, and that is a successful play. So you can kind of chart it out and figure it out yourself. Yeah. There's no mystery to it. You don't need to wait for a grader to grade that out. You don't need to wait for, like, QBR to come out to figure out what your quarterback did. You can figure it out yourself in real time. And um, so the website just allows you to kind of track it easier. But there's no doubt about it. The Dallas Cowboys absolutely have fallen off from a success rate perspective. And if you look at um, some of their trending statistics, like the first three weeks versus the last few weeks, you know, their, their passing offense, Overall, over the course of the whole season, they've got the number three ranked passing offense. But over the last three weeks, that's down to 19th. Their rushing offense was number two, if you look at over the course of the season. But the last three weeks, that's down to 26th. So there's no doubt an explosive pass and run rates as well have fallen off tremendously in terms of where they were over the course of the season, looking at what they've done early in the year against some very bad defenses and some bad teams versus what they've done the last three weeks. 
Wow, we're talking with Warren Sharp, sharpfootballanalysis.com. Warren, is there a game that jumps out this week to you uh, that that maybe you're seeing differently than a lot of the pundits are? Uh, you know, I'd love it if you tackled Jets-Patriots because uh, I personally like the Jets here. Uh, but I'm sure all the numbers point significantly to the Patriots because the Jets had a third-string quarterback in there for three weeks. No, you're right. And that's why you have to, when you're handicapping these games, like you do, you have to take into consideration all of the context and the other elements. And if you just look at the statistics, of course, you're going to be laying double digits here with the New England Patriots trying to hopefully get nine and a half. But for me as well, I'm looking more so to back the uh, New York Jets in this spot, catching the 10 points. And the reason is simple. Uh, You look at this New England Patriots offense and who they have faced. Um, They've gone up against much below average, average strength of schedule from an opposition standpoint, they face the sixth easiest schedule of opposing pass defenses so far this year. You look at the New York Jets defense, they've played the sixth toughest schedule of opposing offenses, including the number one toughest schedule of opposing rushing offenses. And yet they have the number nine best run defense against all of those really good run offenses. But their defense is going to be a little bit fresher in this game. They're going to be healthier. And most importantly, mentally, they're going to be more engaged simply because they feel like they have hope. It's hard when you got Luke Falk at quarterback and you're always going three and out or you're turning the ball over and you're always backed up. And you know if you give up a touchdown, the game is over because your offense has no shot at getting back into this game. Mentally, it just wears you down super quickly. And I don't care if your coach is a fiery Greg Williams and I don't care if you've got Jamal Adams and other defensive leaders trying to rally you. Like Mentally, you are not going to be quite as engaged as you will be when you have hope and you have a really good quarterback and you're playing at home, hosting a division rival who beat you by 16 points a month ago. I think it is a good spot for the New York Jets here. Uh, for sure, and I will be taking the 10 points um, on Monday night. There's a couple other great games on Sunday that I think offer a little bit of value, too. Uh, All right, we'll we'll get to those in a sec. I just want one quick question for the L.A. fans. Listen, Rams and Chargers both made the playoffs last year. There was some a smattering of talk that maybe there could be an all-L.A. Super Bowl. Chargers, of course, got destroyed by the Patriots. Coming into this year, again, a lot of hype for both teams. Both of them in trouble, um, seriously, to make the playoffs. And I keep pointing to one aspect. Neither of them can protect the quarterback. Uh, how concerned are you about the Rams and the Chargers at this juncture in the season? Well, very. You know, they, I don't know exactly what has transpired and gone on with Sean McVay. I didn't think that we would see the insurmountable, seemingly, issues in 2019. I thought that would come in 2020 when it really kicks in the amount that they're paying Jared Goff and his salary cap spikes to over $30 million is hit and the Todd Gurley salary cap hit spikes as well. Like I don't think if I was running a team that I would want to have a quarterback being paid that much who's giving you what Jared Goff is giving you, right? I think Sean McVay made Jared Goff and I think there are other quarterbacks for less money who could do close to what Jared Goff is doing for this team, and you're paying him the level that you are, um, it's going to put you at a detriment with finding other players around you. And same thing with Todd Gurley. I don't feel like, especially with his injury and now what he's able to deliver, he's not a three-down bell cow that they were thinking they were paying. He's a guy who has to be augmented with a lot of other players and rested and coddled, and that's not who you want to be delivering all this money to. So they're at an extreme disadvantage. I thought that would hit them more so next year. It, As it turns out, all it took was a little bit of 
uh, offensive line <laughs> changeover from, and, and guys leaving to make this offensive line be problematic. It drives the overall engine of the offense in, in itself, and then that affects the defense as well. With the Chargers, I mean, it's same story, different year for them. Injuries along the offensive line, injuries at other positions, and they never seem to be able to overcome it. I wanted to see, I would like once in his career for Phillip Rivers in his prime to have solid pieces around him that don't just drop like flies during the course <laughs> of the season. I don't think that's ever going to happen, though. Brutal. All right, Warren Sharp, sharpfootballanalysis.com. Hey, Warren, great stuff. Obviously, follow him on Twitter at sharpfootball. Warren, keep up the good work, man. You're crushing it. Thanks, Jason. All right. That was Warren Sharp. Sharp football analysis. Really, really good stuff. Guy is sharp. Gotta love him. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year automatically with no limit to how much will match. Millions of people a year are getting their cash back matched. Discover cash back match. What are you waiting for? Learn more at discover.com slash cash back match. All right, folks, it's that time. Coming up next, NBA preseason. All of the predictions. Um, How do I tease this? I've got an L.A. team in the finals, and I don't think, given two guesses, you could pick the team I have in the East going to the finals. That's next here on Fox Sports Radio. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. There's plenty to celebrate in March. And ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are bust. You can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> 
Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my day. <laughs> Back here on Fox Sports Radio, Warren Sharp, just, you just feel smarter after listening to him talk about football. I want you guys to to take it to the next level, right? Um, when you're watching, what's a good 1 p.m. game tomorrow? I don't know, Texans-Colts. And on first down, when they hand it off to Marlon Mack for three yards, it's not a successful play. So 50% on first down equals successful. 60% on second is successful. And then you need 100 on third and fourth, obviously. Fun stuff. Um, Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year automatically with no limit on how much will match. Millions of people a year are getting their cash back matched. Discover cash back match. What are you waiting for? Learn more at discover.com slash cash back match. Here we go. NBA predictions for the upcoming, what is it, 2019-2020 season. We got we got a lot of them. I probably won't be able to get them all in this segment. Uh, Gavin, would you like to start what? MVP picks for the season, team over-unders. I got the whole shebangabang. Okay, let's go NBA Finals matchup. NBA Finals matchup. Now, I, me, I have Clippers-Sixers. Um, wow. With the Clippers <laughs> winning Just their first title. Just say that out loud. I know. Clippers, I know. Sixers. I actually. 0.0%. <laughs> by the way, the Clippers, I believe, will get booed at their own parade. How about oh, that? that's harsh. <laughs> um, why Why do you have the Sixers there? I like them to come out of the East. I think it's them or the Bucks, And I'm a little bit down on the Bucks compared to a lot of the other people. I don't think the Lopez twins are going to be quite as dominant as a lot of people are thinking. Uh, and I just, I just think the Sixers are so deep. And we saw the team last year. I think they only got better. Um, Al Horford. Oh, my gosh. Al Horford. Oh, boy. I am going with, for plus 2,800, Lakers Celtics. I don't think I've seen one person pick the Celtics this year. Yeah, that's. uh, I I think they're going to be better without Kyrie. Exactly. But I don't know. That that East is going to be tough at the top. I'll explain it. Every year that Brad Stevens has been like an underdog and there were no expectations, he has dominated. Great coach. Last year, under the burden of expectations, I think I said they were going to win 60, 65 games. Everybody loved them. It was a colossal failure. Now everybody's locked in. Jalen Brown ain't going nowhere. Okay? Kyrie Irving's gone. Kemba's in. Tatum is not getting traded. I love this this Celtics team. I think they're going to sneak up on people. Gordon Hayward, year two off the injury. I got Lakers Celtics plus twenty eight hundred. So you definitely think Tatum bounces back from? Last oh yeah, year. oh I mean, he definitely. He clearly him and Kyrie had some issues. Yeah. Okay, let's go MVP award. Okay. Um, I'm actually forgetting my. Oh yeah, I had Steph Curry. You know, mm. it's just going to be him this year. Love hot, Curry. Hot take. I'm not sure if Clay Thompson plays this season. That's not. Yeah, that's a yeah. good take. Uh, so I'm, I've got Steph Curry. 
Okay. Uh, I personally love Curry. I think he'll maybe lead the league in scoring. I just don't see how they're going to vote him MVP for the third time. Um, <coughs> I I actually think every year they give the MVP to the player whose team, with the exception of Westbrook's triple-double year, whose team wins like 60 or more games than is the number one seed. I, I think there's some value of potentially Damian Lillard at plus 32-28. I love Anthony Davis, obviously. I just don't think the Lakers will win 60. Um I have made a bet on MVP, Donovan Mitchell. I think the Jazz are the number one seed in the West. I think they win like 62 games. Donovan Mitchell plus 2479 to win the MVP. Is that wow. insanely dumb? Well, it's great value, and and that's what we look for. When yeah, again, betting, again so. if they're the number one seed, yeah, I, I just don't see how you're giving it to someone else because that's just what the voters do. I'm not thinking like, oh, they're the most valuable. What are the voters going to do? Um, by the way, I don't think Giannis has any shot at it. Do they ever give back-to-back MVPs unless you're uh, unless you're like the number 1 seed again? By the way, I see the Bucks slipping a little bit. I don't see the Bucks doing doing yeah. uh an, another incredible season no like Brogdon. last year. Again, expectations matter. There were none last year on the Bucks. This year everyone has the Bucks. And by the way, the last time we saw them they were choking. Somebody get them the Heimlich against the Raptors. 1-2 and then lost four straight. Um, speaking of, let me give out, Gavin, my favorite under of the year. Toronto Raptors, under 46 and a half. <laughs> I, 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 know, I know you, they, by the way, I, I, yes, I don't like the Raptors. <laughs> I think it was a fraudulent title beating the Warriors when Durant was out and Clay was out. They just get out of here, Raptors. Back to the basement. Uh, remember that summer rant that I had to, like, make my Instagram private for like three days because everybody in Canada just killed me. <laughs> um, number one, I think they could be a seller. Kyle Lowry to a contender. That could definitely happen. Mark Gasol to a contender. And listen, even Serge Ibaka, final year of his contract. Um, he was pretty good at times uh, in the finals. He was a factor against the Bucks. The, if the Raptors are trending toward like this 7-8-9 seed, I don't see what the point of... Uh, going to the playoffs is I can see them trying to unload one of those guys to get picks and reload because let's be honest, uh, this team ain't, just ain't that great. And and I, I don't want to hammer – listen, I, I know Raptors got the title. Gavin won a lot of money because Toronto uh-huh. won it. Gavin, you'll admit this is one of the luckiest titles we've seen in the I, NBA. I don't – you know, I don't want to live in the past. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> I'm wearing That's my good. Raptors hat. Is he wearing the Raptors hat? Listen, um, they were down two nothing to the Bucks. That felt over. Game three. That's uh, when I doubled down. By the way, yes, that was that's my a best smart bet. gambler. Oh. That's a smart gambler. Uh, good. Now go watch if you want fun. See if you can find the overtime in YouTube and that sixth foul. I think it was on Giannis. It's just total <laughs> yeah, BS. I'm still that. heated and salty about Great. it. Oh. I had the Bucks futures to win the East. They just killed I, me. I do also. To piggyback on what you're saying, I do think there's a little bit of the Raptors, you know, maybe 20 games in going, you know what, we won it last year. Yep. <laughs> you know, let, let's let's go ahead. And- I mean, are you watching All-American on the CW? <laughs> I'm not. No. <laughs> they won the state championship and they come in and there's like the hangover and like nobody's yeah. into it and they get crushed in a scrimmage. I know. Nobody's watching All-American my on the favorite, CW. Good show. Uh, my favorite under... The Warriors under Ooh. 47 is what I saw. You know, I, I would agree. I yeah. have that here. I saw 49. Wow, I guess it's gotten hammered, huh? I, um, I would agree, yeah. They have no room for error, Gavin. 
Listen, Curry usually misses 10, 15, 20 games a year, right? If he's out for two weeks, they're not hitting the over. It's just not happening. Um, Clay, as you said, out to like March. Uh, again, even if it's Draymond missing two weeks, forget it. Um, and you can't rush him back can't after rush last him back. season. So. Yeah, I, I, I like I, Russell. I like that addition. I think yeah. he and Curry will work well together. They're going to outscore a lot of people. Um, but they're they have I think they lost their top four defenders in Clay, uh, KD, Igudala, and I, is Looney going to be there to start the year? Or is he hurt? I'll have to check on that. Yeah, I, I don't know how much he's played in the preseason. It, it's just a totally different Warriors team. There will be regression, and pe- and idiots are. Gonna, I'm telling you right now. You know what? I should videotape this. Um, <laughs> idiots are going to take shots at Steph Curry as soon as the Warriors struggle, and there will be struggles. And these morons, I'm going to light them up. I'm going to take names, and I will go after them. Broussard, you're my guy. I'm warning you. Don't take shots at Steph Curry <laughs> if they struggle. Uh, 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 just don't do it. Don't do it. It's a threat. Looney will be back for the start of the season, but I don't think that's going to be enough to carry them yeah, past no, no, 47, no. 49 wins. What uh, is your favorite over on the season? Jeez, I like a lot of unders here. Um, over, over. Oh, well, I got the Celtics over 50 wins. Um, I think they'll be a really strong regular season team. And uh, I like the Atlanta Hawks wow. over 35. I, I, again, I, I like the kid DeAndre Hunter, 3-and-D, uh, plug-and-play guy. He's not a 19-year-old. Um, and Trey Young, did you know he was only 20 last year when he was torching Young people? Yeah. He had a really good rookie year. Uh, John Collins, remember, he missed 22 games last year. I'm sorry, he missed 21 games last year. Uh, he put up 19 and 9. He's like a perfect, solid role player. And the key is coming off the bench. I need guys like Evan Turner and Jabari Parker to be pros and surround this young team with talent. Um, keep an eye on Cam Reddish. I'm hearing some decent things out of Atlanta about him. Um, he was really talented at Duke, and I think the Zion love got in his head. Uh, I think he'll be good in Atlanta. I, I think the Hawks over 35. I like it. My favorite over is probably the Sixers. I am very high on them this year. They won 51 games last year. The over-under is set at 54 this year. So I think the addition of uh, Horford, I think they're an extremely deep team. Um, They're old, man. They're not old. They've got plenty of, I mean, Jimmy Butler last year, we saw him get kind of cranky, you know, at certain points in the season. I think he's all in on them this year. Uh, I love that team. I think it's the best starting five in the NBA. Al I've Horford, got them over. Al Horford. Well, he's only thirty-three, but a lot of lot of lot of tread on those tires. I mean, big runs in the NCAA tournament and the playoffs. Um, I don't know. Last year, you knew Jimmy Butler was the guy. Shot clock winding down, late game situations. He's your clutch player. Who's the guy this year? Don't tell me. It's Josh Richardson. <laughs> well, now you got Ben Simmons. You know, shooting threes uh, and everything. <laughs> one three. Um, also, one other note, I do like Lakers over 50. A LeBron-led over. team. Yeah, a LeBron-led over. team has only fallen short of 50 wins in three of his 15 seasons. I think with a healthy Anthony Davis, that's the, you know, yeah, you got to make sure is, that's health there. Health is the problem. I mean, But if they get, if he is healthy, I think it's an easy over on 50. All right, we'll do one more. Um no, we'll 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 save it for the uh, bottom, uh, we'll save it for next hour. Um, it's a good tease right there. Yeah, I, rookie of the year. I got a great stat. Uh, Gavin gave me his guy that he likes, um, and and I kind of want to poke a hole in that. But we'll get to that <laughs> later. Coming up next here.
on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, NFL, Chicago Bears, huge game. We're bringing in a guy from Chicago to talk about Bears-Saints. Feels like a couple NFL seasons, no joke, are on the line this weekend. We'll talk about that next. But first, let's go to Isaac Lowenkron. With the latest, Jason, you're going you're gonna to want to stay tuned for the last item here Uh-oh. because you can file this under the category could not possibly make this up if you tried. So I'm actually going to try and get through everything else going on in sports as quickly as possible. We'll start with Game 5 of the American League Championship Series last night. The Yankees getting first inning home runs by DJ LeMahieu and then a three-run home run by Aaron Hicks for a 4-1 to victory over the Astros to stay alive. Houston leads the series three games to two. Game six is tonight in Houston. Both teams arrived in Houston just before 3 a.m. Central Time this morning. In college football Friday night, fourth-ranked Ohio State won at Northwestern 52-3. In the NFL, Adam Schefter reported this morning that the Tennessee Titans are releasing veteran defensive end Brent Urban, and then what we speculated earlier apparently is coming to fruition. Ian Rappaport reporting a short time ago that the Titans are activating rookie first-round pick Defensive end, Jeffrey Simmons. Now, Simmons tore his ACL while training for the draft in February, but a highly touted rookie returned to practice this week, so he is being activated, according to Rappaport, and could make his eagerly anticipated NFL debut tomorrow against the Chargers. Now, here's the last item we were talking about, Jason. This also relates to the NFL. Now, last night on Netflix, a show (laughs) premiered called Living With Yourself, starring Paul Rudd. Now, in the premiere, there's a scene where Paul Rudd pulls up to a shady massage parlor in a strip mall. So he is in his car, getting out, about to go in to this seedy-looking massage parlor, when who comes out of the massage parlor with a gigantic smile on his face? Tom Brady making what? a cameo. That that was my reaction too. So here it is. We have the audio of this scene from last night, a Tom Brady cameo outside a massage parlor in a strip mall with Paul Rudd's character. First time? Uh-huh. You? So basically, Tom Brady asks Paul Rudd's character, is this your first time here? And Paul Rudd says, "Uh uh-huh. And then he says, you? And Tom Brady replies, sixth, as in apparently six Super Bowl rings. Now, according to the uh, writer, that scene was purportedly written back in 2015, and the whole massage parlor thing is a gigantic coincidence, according to the uh, production people. Jason, do you what think it's a coincidence? Oh, Let's move on. <laughs> I'm a little scared. Hey, I, I, not, I like my job, Isaac. Come on. I'm not the one who. Jeez. I'm not the one who. I'm not the one who, who did the cameo. Yes. So the I questions are for not. Tom Brady. Yes, I think they are. Maybe this will help the Jets on Monday. <laughs> you think? Uh, you think they'll be talking about this on Monday Night Football? <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and go with a note. Thank you, Isaac. Back here on Fox Sports Radio, I am your host, ladies and gentlemen, Jason McIntyre, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 
It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with GEICO. Go to GEICO.com or call 1-800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Our next guest, uh, he's Chicago-based. Used to work with me at the Big Lead. He writes some stuff for the Action Network. He's into gambling. But more importantly, he went to London with the Bears. I can't believe it. Vic Chosky joining the show. Vic, good morning. How are you? I'm doing well. I would be better if the Bears won that game, though. Dude, I got to be honest. Like, listen, we talk a lot during the week about gambling and the Bears. When the Bears left late for London and then were down 17 nothing at the half, uh, you're sitting there in the stands. How depressing was that, man? You went halfway around the, the world to watch your team get their teeth kicked in by the Raiders for a half. What, what was happening there, Vic? It was depressing, man, especially because you look around the stadium and the fans really brought it. Bears fans came from literally all around the world, packed that stadiums. We had their back and to see them come out like that. I think you nailed it. It was the late travel. It's, you know, we talked about it on text. I actually saw them at the hotel on Saturday and they were tired. So I don't care what coach says. It was a really bad decision for them to fly out that late. And they were definitely tired and you saw them get manhandled, especially defense. You don't see... RD get manhandled like that, and they were definitely tired. So when you want to, I I don't know that you can extrapolate that into uh, Bears Saints this week, but Bears heated off a bye. Okay, Saints coming in, no Kamara, no Jared Cook. I, I kind of love the Bears in this spot, Vic. Um, I know you're one of these Chicago fans who watched the double doink last year and a lot of uh, playoff letdowns. Um, is this a good spot for them uh, against Teddy Teddy Covers and the, and the Saints? I love the Bears this weekend. I normally do not bet on the Bears. I normally do not take them in the Super Contest. I've done both this weekend just because I think the defense got embarrassed. Khalil Mack was embarrassed on a national stage, on a worldwide stage, and that was the game that he had circled, talked about. He left that game without talking to the media. So they, they have something to prove. The Bears' defense at home – the last two seasons has just been, uh, you know, out of this world. I think they have something to prove. This is the perfect spot for them. And not having Kamara is huge. Uh, of course, the Saints have one of the best coaches. They've been scheming, and they've been doing really, really well and playing some of the best football in the league. But I think everything adds up to a Bears victory this Sunday. Talk with Vic Choshke here uh, on Fox Sports Radio. Vic, let me ask, uh, when when you're going through your super contest picks um, and, and you are in the contest, you, I, I don't know what your record is. I know you're doing pretty well. Um, you know, is there is there a, a fear of yours getting in front of divisional games, i.e. Texans, Colts, Eagles, Cowboys? I, I feel like the underdog is usually the side there, but I love the Texans here. I had to back off in the contest. Yeah, you, you bring up a good point. I mean, I mean, I do it several different things. I start by looking at the look-ahead lines and kind of going through my card, putting it together. Doing well so far, ranked about 300 right now at 18.5, 61%. So um, I do fear it sometimes, but at the end of the day, if it matches what I'm looking for in a game, uh, I don't shy away. And I did take the Colts. Uh, I know wow. me and you talked about that game a little bit and went back and forth uh, that it was in my top six. It was, it was a tough decision, but I think the Colts are just in a really good spot here. Um, they are one of the teams that have that profile that can kind of kick the Texans back in the mouth again and, and run the ball. Uh, Jacoby Brissett's been really well at doing well at what he does and just being a, a 
good ball control uh, quarterback. And I think that they have the defense to kind of slow down the Texans and the Texans might be in a little bit of a letdown spot, but at the end of the day, I don't shy away from those kind of matchups if it fits everything that I'm looking for when I'm making my picks. How weird is this that both teams are coming off wins over the Chiefs in Arrowhead? That's crazy. Remember the Colts before the bye with that huge upset, first team to uh, win as a double-digit underdog this year. Now, I, I want to add, though, you mentioned the word spot, Vic, and we talk about this a lot, and, and listeners out there, they're going to see the spot for some of these games and be like, oh, that's a great spot. Listen, man. I was on three awesome spots last week. The Jags had the spot. Uh, Saints were coming off a a couple tough games. Browns had the spot and led 20-6. to Rams were in a great spot, and I went 0-3 on those, man. It hurt. Um, How do you balance spot versus stats versus injury reports? I mean, there's a lot to take into account there. It is. You bring up a great point, and we talked about this a little bit over text too, just spots, sharps, a lot of different things going to putting together the card. I, I have, I weigh it all. I don't weigh one thing over the other um, injuries, matchups, stats, uh, just looking at the percentages of what the public's on. I also do take that into consideration a little bit. I, I love looking into situational spots, letdowns, just, I put it all together. I have five or six major factors that I look at before making the card, and I don't let one you know, sway me over the other. If everything does kind of match up, that's where I narrow it down and, and just go through the card during the week. But you bring up a great point. It is tough to balance. I know at the, at the end of the weekend, you're usually like, you know, we've all done it where we're kicking ourselves because we, we kind of talked ourselves into a game because of letting one of those factors kind of overrule us over another pick. All right, Vic, I'll get you out of here. Give me your best NFL bet. If you uh, listeners out there, you know, we're in about, I think, 47 states this morning. And if somebody wants to say, you know what, I'm going to put $100 on the team I love, the game I love the most, what's your number one NFL bet this weekend? My number one NFL bet this weekend, we already talked about. It was the Bears. I I got them at minus three. My number two, uh, I'll be quick. And I know that me and you are on opposite sides of this game. So. It's going to be interesting, but I love the Hawks this weekend. I wanted to quickly, wow. before, if you got to run, let me know why you love the Ravens. But Seattle, the Ravens? You, and, you and T.A. both yeah. on the Seahawks, and I'm foolishly on the Baltimore Ravens. Yikes. Who have the Ravens beat? You know, they've beaten the Dolphins. They've beaten the Cardinals, right? And they lost to the Browns. They beat a Steelers team. That was reeling. And my biggest thing is Russell Wilson's playing at a high elite MVP type level right now. And the Ravens' pass defense is very, very susceptible to big plays. They've been terrible this year. They rank 27th in yardage allowed uh, per pass right now, 7.7 yards. And they're allowing at least 342 yards to all three quarter quality quarterbacks they face. They face Mahomes, Baker, and Kyler, and they got lit up by those teams. So, to me, I know what I'm getting from that quarterback. I know what I'm getting from that coach. I know what I'm getting from that fan base. And the Ravens are a little overrated coming into this game. No so doubt about it. I went with the Hawks. I went yeah. in, and you. So that's I, why. I, the way I look at it, the Seattle home field advantage is kind of negated. Uh, didn't cover against the Bengals. Lost outright to Teddy Bridgewater. Um, I, I every every other game that Seattle's won, it's been close. I think they have four wins by a combined eight points. Um, 
I give a small special teams edge to Justin Tucker, uh, the great kicker for Baltimore. And I think the number one running offense in the league per football outsiders, Baltimore, can control the ground, control the clock, keep Russ off the field. Seattle's run defense is 21, according to Football Outsiders. So if they can just con- eat, control the ball for, say, 35 minutes, uh, I think Hollywood Brown is questionable to return. Um, I think the loss of Will Disley, who was basically the number one or number two target for Russ anytime plays broke down, uh, I, I think that's a lot. I, it feels like a close game. Maybe Seattle wins by one, but uh, give me Lamar Jackson to come in the back door on the road the same way he did in Kansas City a few weeks back. Buying All right. We'll, you, we'll be texting back and forth during <laughs> that game for sure. All right, Vic, thanks a lot. You can follow him at DocSquad33. Vic Chosky, thank you very much. Have thanks a great weekend. Thanks for having me. Good luck this yep. weekend. Coming up next, college football kicks off in 15 minutes. We'll have some picks. And don't worry, NBA fans, we will get back to NBA previews later in the show. But first, I just have to say, want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year automatically with no limit to how much will match. Millions of people a year are getting their cash back matched. Discover Cashback Match. What are you waiting for? Learn more at discover.com slash cashback match. Radio. College football kicks off in 10 minutes. I don't know. I keep looking at this lineup, Gavin. Just not a lot of great games. Ohio State last night. Just bludgeon Northwestern. I just, I actually thought that was the easiest college football bet of the weekend. Ohio State first half. We just talked uh, about NFL spots. If you look at next week's schedule, and spots feel way more important in college because they're 18, 19, 20 year old kids. So Ohio State, Wisconsin is next week. Massive game. Two top seven teams. Um, both undefeated. Wisconsin looks incredible. Ohio State looks amazing. And I just knew Ohio State first half, they would just take it to Northwestern. And and as, per, you know, fourth quarter, I didn't think that they would be playing any guys. You can't risk them in a game against Northwestern. You want to rest them. Um, By the way, I think Wisconsin does the same thing today against exa- Illinois. Well, here's the only thing, though. Wisconsin's on the road and if you look at their last week game, it was against Michigan State. Huge game. This is the sandwich spot. I actually took Illinois getting 31. Uh, it's down to 30. Illinois could be plucky. They're going to keep their guys in. They're at home. Uh, they they had a nice comeback against Michigan last week. They were down 28 nothing. Came back, and they I think they covered. I don't know. It was like 28-25 at one point. Um I, I, I just think if you're Wisconsin, you want all the time to rest Jonathan Taylor. Yes. Slow that game down next week. Uh, that That's the plan. So. Uh, the thing about Wisconsin offensively is they're not as explosive. If you remember, after they beat Michigan State, they played uh, Northwestern, and they couldn't pull away. They didn't cover a huge number. They're not offensively explosive like Ohio State. Um, I can see like a 27 nothing win. I uh, Maybe. Maybe we get yeah. lucky like that. You just stack the box against Taylor. Um, yeah, so. I, I, but, that, yeah, this week compared to last week. Oh, last oh, week was great. I mean, that LSU-Florida game was amazing. Yeah. If you were with me on LSU covering 13-and-a-half, there was a bogus flag in, like, the red zone on fourth down. And then LSU still stops them on fourth down at the two-yard line. Really awesome finish. 
LSU is for real, folks. And LSU-Alabama is, to me, that might be the game of the regular season. Because I don't see Alabama stopping anybody. Um, and its LSU offense is a machine. That That's going to be a really good game. Um, I think Burrow is throwing like 80%. Dude, he, he was <laughs> so against the Florida defense. It was number one in the country. I mean, Burrow was incredible. Uh, Florida has a, maybe a tough game against um, Florida, South Carolina, which pulled off the upset of the year, beating Georgia. And, you know, you could see it coming for Georgia a couple weeks ago against Notre Dame when all they could do is run. They cannot beat you on the outside. And I think I, like, tweeted at the time, like, they don't have the receivers here uh, to hang with Alabama. Alabama has, like, three early-round wide receiver draft picks. Georgia doesn't have any good receivers. I mean, Oklahoma, C.D. Lamb, he can, I mean, he's a burner. That guy's a That touchdown last week, I think, was the best of the season. I mean, he broke so many tackles. Like, Oklahoma can beat you on the outside. Alabama can beat you on the outside. LSU, that kid Jefferson, he's a beast. Uh, Great daily college fantasy play, by the way. Who, Jefferson? Jefferson. Oh, yeah, God. You do it. daily college fans? Oh, yeah. I'm a degenerate. Jeez, <laughs> love it. Um, and it's just everything about LSU is just, to me right now, really, really fun. Um, so, like, yeah, it's not a great week in college football. I'm trying to look at next week's games, though. Next week is one where it's like, hey, uh, please don't bother me. I've got a lot going on. I mean, you look at it, matchups, Wisconsin, Ohio State, obviously. Um, but Auburn, LSU should be good. Um, Notre Dame, Michigan, always a big game. Uh, really good games next week in college football. Coming up next, special guest to talk a little more NBA. When I say Lakers-Celtics, people's heads explode. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. 
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to do That's my, my dance, dance. <laughs> High noon on the East Coast, ladies and gentlemen. 9 a.m. here out west. It's your boy back. Hour number three here on Fox Sports Radio. Jason McIntyre coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. Man, we've got so much into this show. We got a lot of NFL in the books. We got some college football, a little NBA, which we're going to hit on here momentarily. I just want to note um, that Illinois-Wisconsin game is kicking off now, and I'm looking at these Illinois jerseys and already regretting betting on them, plus 31. I mean, Illinois, what are you wearing? Illinois' colors are blue and orange, and they're wearing gray jerseys. I, I just don't understand it. And meanwhile, on another channel, it looks like it had snowed. That's impossible. Oh, no, it's raining. It looks like snow on the guy's jacket. South Carolina's all liquored up at noon for the game against Florida. It looks like it's raining there. Oh, yeah, those are ponchos. It's a wet one, Florida and South Carolina. All right, we'll come back to college football. I want to go over to basketball, go back to NBA. Uh, we got a guest coming up. He he is a big-time NBA guy. Uh, he does NFL, he does college, but he's all he's all in on the NBA. He did come into the studio probably a year and a half ago. Got to meet him. Really nice guy. His name's Preston Johnson. You know him as Sports Cheetah on Twitter. He's a big gambler. Um, probably the biggest gambler I know. Like, Preston, welcome in. Uh, good morning out here in L.A. I got to say, you probably are the guy who I know who bets more money on games than anybody. Um I won't try to pin you down because the IRS is listening, but this is your full-time job, right? Yeah, I and mean, it's what I was doing uh, previously until you know ESPN started the show Daily Wager. I started writing for them and doing the show as an analyst. But prior to that, yeah, I was just solely betting, and I've uh, been fortunate and blessed to have that opportunity for sure. Let me ask you real quick. What did the wife say, because you are married, when you said, <laughs> you know what, I'm, I'm not going to work. I'm just going to sit at home and gamble because I did meet another guy recently. Uh, who just does that. And I just don't know how you convey that to the wife. It's tough. It, I think that's one of the main, like, the proof is in the pudding, right? Like, if I was losing, like, there's no way it would ever have flown past, like, a couple of months or even, like, that first year, right? Like, it just wouldn't happen. So uh, that's one of the things when people say, like, oh, is he actually winning? You know, he posts some stuff publicly, but do you really know? Uh, yeah, this wouldn't have flown with my wife uh, had it not been a positive from the get-go. So she's been supportive for sure since then, and 
Uh, I've been lucky for that, too. And just for the listeners, does your wife work? Um, she does stuff from home. She works from home. Uh, wow. She does some so you guys are her. all at home all day together. Oh, boy. <laughs> As yeah. someone who worked <laughs> right. from home uh, for a lot before coming out here to L.A. for TV and radio, uh, I will just say that's fun, but it can also uh, you can get on each other's nerves. All right, let's get to the good stuff. NBA preview. Um, Preston is hot on talking about the Brooklyn Nets. Um, I'll just let you have the floor. Um, I did say I have the Nets under. I got 43 and a half. Um, I, you know, I, I, I don't know. Kyrie disrupting chemistry. Kevin Durant ain't saving the day. I, I don't love this Nets team this year. Yeah, I don't like them either. And and this actually opened in Las Vegas at forty seven. And, wow. and I know you're kind of you're, you're pro Celtics, and probably because they lost Kyrie Irving, who's now going to the Nets. I'm going to pull up a stat here, though. This is this is the most interesting thing for me about the Nets. Last year, of the players on the Nets that played at least five hundred minutes. And had a positive on-court net rating. Here's the list. Ed Davis, Trevion Graham, Damari Carroll, D'Angelo Russell, Shabazz Napier, Jared Dudley, Rondé Haas, Jefferson, and Alan Crabb. What do all those players have in common? They are no longer playing for the Nets. <laughs> they lost all of their positive impact guys. And a lot of them are under the radar guys that were just decent role players. But even the likes of like Joe Harris and you know Karis LeVert, Spencer Dinwiddie, those, those are minus negative impact guys on the court. Now, not hugely. But they're they're an average team, and then they brought in like, DeAndre Jordan's going to take minutes from young Jared Allen, who I think can be a very good player in the league. Uh, DeAndre Jordan, he's washed. Like there's just no way, and they overpaid him. On top of it, Durant's not going to play this year. Kyrie Irving's already you know re-injured. He only plays 63 games a year anyway. Yeah. And there's all the chemistry stuff. Uh, the Nets are a big under for me. I bet I'm like plus 285 to miss the playoffs as well. Wow. Just pegging them in. Well, well hold on, hold on. You bet the, the Nets to miss the playoffs? Yeah, and almost three to one. Like, there's value there. I think they miss it, you know, more like forty three percent of the time or something in now, that range. That's where it gets super interesting in terms of a narrative because uh, Kyrie Irving is supposedly the one who recruited Durant there. It's supposed to be Kyrie's team this year. Well, Kevin Durant's really going to have to come and save the day, and we know Kyrie had beef when it was LeBron's team in Cleveland. I, yeah. This is just setting up as a disaster. It could. It definitely could be. Wow. All right. So you uh, Preston Johnson at Sports Cheetah on Twitter. He likes the uh likes to bet against the Nets this year. Give me an over that you like. Is there a team over? I'm I'm over on the Celtics. I'm over surprisingly on the Hawks. Is there an over you like? Uh, I think the best one as far as an over is concerned for the season win total is, is still Utah Jazz. And I know they're kind of like the sexy pick too anyways now. Um but 52 and a half to 53 and a half for the season win total I think are are really good bets, and you know, they're a team that you look back on expected points and point differential and how many wins and expected wins they should have based on point differential. The last two years, they've actually underachieved as far as their win-loss record based on like the Pythagorean wins and expected wins versus their point differential. They actually had the third-best point differential in the West last year behind the Warriors and the Rockets. Yeah. Uh, they were the third-best team in the West, but they you know, were the sixth or seventh seed, uh, whatever it ended up being. And then they end up you know, losing to the Rockets, which they've done now two years in a row. But they think about the way that like the Rockets defended them in these playoff series. You remember, they just would hound Joe Ingles because he's really the only shooting threat they had. Mm-hmm. And Donovan Mitchell, who's young, he's good, he's young, he'd be really inefficient because he was taking step-back 28-footers and Ricky Rubio <laughs> would shoot 12 threes a game. And like yeah. Royce O'Neal, they were letting shoot threes, which you should do. And then they were playing Derek Favors and Ruby Gobert together, which I mean, they just weren't like schematically. Quinn Snyder runs really, really good stuff, and now they finally have a team that they can like. I think actually take advantage of that with. 
getting Mike Conley, getting Bogdanovich, who they signed from the Pacers. Joe Ingles is now probably going to be coming off of the bench, which is just a huge advantage. And now Donovan Mitchell's efficiency is just going to jump through the roof. I think it's a team that, you know, they play in Salt Lake City and altitude. It's a good spot during the regular season where a lot of teams yeah. hit that Denver-Salt Lake City back-to-back. They just kind of fall off or they, you know, rest a guy here or there. I mean, just for a regular season team, I don't think they're quite good enough to, like, actually contend. But for the regular season, I think they're going to be a mid-50s plus potentially the one seed in the West. Now, that's interesting, uh, Preston, because I earlier said I put some money on Donovan Mitchell to win the MVP at plus ah. – uh, plus, uh, sorry, 24-something, uh, 2,400-something. And the reason is because if they win 60 and are the number one seed, the media just usually votes for whoever the number one player is on the number one seed, uh, but, unless the guy does a triple-double like Westbrook a few years ago. Sure. I don't know, do you, Donovan Mitchell, MVP, any chance? You just said his efficiency will go up with Conley. Yeah, I mean, I'd be shocked if it didn't just because, I mean, Conley – Bogdanovich, Ingles, and like all these guys can shoot. They're going to be playing smaller. And Mitchell's going to be getting like catch-and-shoot threes, which he just hasn't had for two seasons, and he's only in his third season anyway. I think it's going to go through the roof. He's, and you, you probably remember because you dig into this stuff. He came out of Louisville. He came in as like a defensive stopper, and then yeah. he was immediately their best offensive player, which no one expected. But like he could be like a very good two-way player, Paul George-ish type guy. So I, to be honest, I hadn't thought of MVP. You got me like little goosebumps. You're like, I'm going to start checking for numbers because it's not the worst bet in the world. If they end up being the one seed, he scores over 20 a game, and he's like an all-defensive player. Like, absolutely, he'll be in the mix. Yeah. And I don't know. I'm going to start looking around, but that's, that's oh, not a yeah. bad uh, All right. Hey, company. that's a professional gambler liking about Now, rookie <laughs> of the year. Uh, I had saved this one. Uh, the producer here had a, had, a, had a good idea. A guy I like a lot, Rui Hachimura. Problem is, I looked at the history, recent history of rookie of the year. Six of the last eight has been gone to a point guard or the dominant ball handler, like a Luka Doncic, Ben Simmons, point guard, Malcolm Brogdon, Michael Carter Williams, Damian Lillard, Kyrie. You got to have the ball to win rookie of the year. And that's why for me, there's only three guys. I know Zion's going to be awesome, but he may miss 20, 30 games. Who knows? Mm hmm. Ja Morant plus 250 on a bad, bad team. Memphis is terrible. But what about Kobe White or Darius Garland? Any thoughts on those two point guards? Uh, Garland's more interesting. I wish he wasn't playing on the same team as Colin Sexton, who they're still trying to figure out if he's going to be a part of their future in Cleveland. Uh, Kobe White, he had that really good preseason game two nights ago. Uh, He dropped like 29 maybe. I I remember him. He hit a bunch of threes. Uh, That was kind of, I think, a one-off. They still signed Tomas Saransky from Washington, all the analytics guys love Saransky. Uh, I think he's going to end up playing about half the time at point guard with White. Uh, might steal some of the thunder because I think they might be a borderline potential playoff push team in the East. If they are, they're, they're going to be playing their best guys all the time. If they're punting at all-star breaks, then yeah, White might play 36 minutes a game or something. Um, Hachimura, yeah, it's tough. I will say this. Yesterday I was looking, there was a shop that hadn't moved Zion's price down because he's going to be missing games he's minus 400 at this particular shop. So I was trying to figure out who's the bet, who who do they have mispriced, and it's just so open after Zion. Like, John Morant, he's probably going to have a ton of volume in Memphis. R.J. Barrett will have a ton of volume in you know, New York. But both teams are going to stink, and I'm not sure either of them are very efficient anyway, at least yet. Uh, so it's really tough for me. I haven't made any rookie of the year bets, to be completely honest. Interesting. Uh, all right, what about um... – my Celtics, uh, to win the title plus 2,500, to win the East plus 720. I'll quickly go through my logic before your smartness takes over. Uh, I, Bucks, no expectations last year, okay? 
and they exceeded them. Now, this year, coming off the choke against the Raptors, everybody and their mom, oh, Bucks are going to win the East. Well, you know, I think Brogdon's a big loss. Uh, he was, you could argue, their second best player um, yeah. in that series against the Raptors. Uh, I don't trust Eric Bledsoe. And, uh, you know, the Sixers, uh, how many games is Embiid going to miss? Uh, I just don't know. I, I do believe the loss of Jimmy Butler is really being underrated. Um, they're going to have a lot of close games. And who's going to be your guy down the stretch? I, I don't know about this team running offense. Uh, again, we saw them last year against the Raptors down the stretch. Could they run a play? You know, <laughs> I mean, total debacle in Game 7 I'm still mad about. I, I don't know if I trust the Sixers yet. And I love Ben Simmons. So I, I took a flyer on the Celtics as an underdog because nobody has Brad Stevens' team doing anything this year. I will say, uh, up until last year, you know, Brad Stevens' coach teams, the Celtics, had gone over their season win total every single year. And last year was the first time that it didn't happen. Uh, a lot of people point to Kyrie Irving, myself included. I mean, it was just kind of a mess from the locker room standpoint. Kibble Walker is not that type of player. I think he'll immediately say the chemistry is going to be better. Uh, the loss of Al Horford is massive, though. You're yes. maybe underrating that aspect if you're going to say that the Jimmy Butler one's being underrated for Philly. That's a great point. Um, Philly also turned him into Al Horford and Josh Richardson from Miami. So losing Jimmy Butler in the end, I don't think was as bad for Philadelphia. So I'm worried there. And I mean, like, you guys are starting, what, Ennis Cantor at center or Robert Williams? <laughs> I don't think that'll last. You have last. to make one more move. Uh, yeah. You have to make one more move, I think, to be a legitimate contender out there in the East. Uh, is there anyone in the West outside of Lakers or Clippers that excites you? Yes, the Rockets. The Rockets. Oh, I mean, they've been so close it. the last two years anyway. Come and, on. And, you, and I, I went on your show, I think, once last year, or maybe it was the year prior, when they were in a series against Golden State. And I said, you know, like, price-wise, you know, if they just don't miss 27 threes in a row, like, they're, they're going to have a shot. But I, I will say, like, not to bring up Daryl Morey for other reasons, but, I mean, he's been a smart guy. He's an analytically-minded, driven team in Houston. And the, the, it's a very high-variance approach to trade Chris Paul for Russell Westbrook. He could absolutely be a train wreck, and I, I understand that. But he's way more explosive in transition. He attacks the rim, gets to the rim, finishes at the rim, draws fouls. Chris Paul, he'd go off a pick and roll, and he'd stand and wait to lob it for a few seconds and then dribble it back out. Like, they played so much slower. You watch, Look at the preseason scores of their games. I think four of them have gone over 100 or 240 points. Yesterday's went over, like, 270. Like they're playing a way more tempo, which when you're good and you're shooting that many threes, you should be. Um, I think it's a very good high variance. When you're, when you're betting, like, a long shot, like the Rockets are, like, 8-9-1 to one to win it all. You want to embrace that variance, and I guess Westbrook makes them better. Clint Capella, Eric Gordon, still there. Like they're a team that I think this is probably their last shot, right? Their last hurrah in, in a year where there's a lot of question marks in LA. Okay, so guys. let me—that's a great point, Preston. We'll get you out of here with this, okay? So you made a great point. Listen, this is a team that pushed the Warriors harder than anybody the last two years. We're going to discount the Raptors because everybody on Golden State was hurt, okay? Yeah. So why would you get rid of Chris Paul? And change him out for Westbrook when if you I thought if they just ran that team back they could have won the West I I'm not a Westbrook yeah. guy uh, we know Chris Paul something happened with him and Harden in that Warrior series they were they could they hated each other or whatever but this Russell Westbrook and Harden what do you think could possibly happen here come on well you're exactly right because you answered your question like you shouldn't be trading Chris Paul it's now's your chance Golden State got worse and there's a lot of question marks with LA Lakers and Clippers included. Like, run it back. But there was obviously some beef that just yeah. wasn't going to fly, and they had to get rid of him. To get Westbrook in return is about his like, best-case scenario. If oh, you're be trading Chris Paul's contract. You can't like, possibly like Russell Westbrook, can you? I, I You know, I, you probably do know. I'm not. I, I hate inefficient players. He's right. not a very efficient player, but he does a lot of things well. He, 
know, and it's better than, you know, having to start Austin Rivers than just, like, punting Chris Paul to some other team. So uh, there's a lot of upside. There's a lot of downside, too. So uh, we'll see. James Harden might have another MVP season. They're going to be in the mix, though. That's the team, I think, outside the West that people are just kind of forgetting about. All right, folks, follow him on Twitter, at Sports Cheetah. He's on Daily Wager on ESPN. He He's a professional gambler. I mean, I respect that. Uh, and, and give a shout-out to your wife for actually letting you do that. Very cool. Preston Johnson, <laughs> thanks a lot, man. We'll see you soon. Take care. Uh, a lot of smart stuff there. Uh, Gavin, I don't know. We're going to have to uh, do a little more NBA. We'll do NBA and college football here coming up next. Uh, but I, I, I'm really surprised he likes the Rockets. I, I, I got maybe I'm missing something. I don't. I just I don't see you know um, uh, Westbrook being able to play in that offense. Yeah, so. I mean, like, listen, there'll be a honeymoon period, right? A month or two, and things are good. And I just see it all falling apart. By the okay. way, Florida already punted down seven nothing. Gosh, I got him at a pick'em though. Live bet. Wait, uh, oh, Florida. Wow. Gee, yeah, Florida bad start. Illinois shocker. Bad start. Clemson. Uh, has not looked sharp early. Oklahoma not looked sharp early. It's a slow Saturday uh, here. Uh, Not a good start for your boy. Back after this. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. There's plenty to celebrate in March. And ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are bust. You can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. 
Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my game. <laughs> so, Clemson-Louisville is off the rails. What is happening in this game? So, Louisville had a wide-open touchdown. The guy overthrows his receiver by like four yards, and it's intercepted. And now it looks like Louisville just recovered a punt in the a fumble punt in the end zone for a touchdown. Or is this a safety? I don't even know what's going on. College football is is just so much craziness. Hasn't been a great stretch for your boy Trevor Lawrence, by the way. Not that this is on him, but it, he hasn't. The his stock is, yeah. has gone a little bit down. I would say. Yeah, I mean. Again, it's 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 that hangover effect, right? Like the re- oh yeah, geez, what the hell is that guy doing? He's trying to Willie Mays that like fun punt over his shoulder. <laughs> um, and if I don't know who recovered it, I guess I got to review. But um, yeah, Lawrence and the the, the offense got the back to running back. Uh, the top two receivers are back. You'd think they would just be a machine and steamrolling people, but there is that unquantifiable hangover effect where you're just like not as locked in you're not as oh we've got to dominate you know oh my gosh we, we just want a championship they uh, also get everybody's best shot oh, geez so jalen hurts wow that yeah. kid was wide open touchdown oklahoma lincoln riley you know we touched on this gavin um just how much is lincoln riley making these guys baker mayfield kyler murray next jalen hurts is going to get drafted now I mean, he looks like a quarterback, right? I mean, I got to be honest. He reminds me of Cam Newton, the way he's running. He was a mo- – I know he had two bad turnovers against Texas last week, but the guy's stats are ridiculous. Do you think there's a chance Lincoln Riley comes out to play – or to coach in the NFL if he likes the quarterback that's there? Well, I I, I think the, the move is clearly the Cowboys, right? They're going to need – oh, nice play for Florida. Wow. You like that. Um. But the I Dallas mean, Cowboys, if, uh, yeah. like that's the thing though. Lincoln Riley ain't gonna want that if you got to pay Dak thirty million. If you want to come no. into your job, you want a rookie quarter. You want a rookie quarterback on that rookie contract, so you can build everything else around the guy. Like I'll be honest, I was talking with somebody at that Rams game, and they're like, "I, I don't know. Do you, is there a way to trade Jared Goff? Like he's making too much money. McVeigh, they're hemorrhaging players. They're paying so much to Goff." Gurley and now Ramsey, that it's basically like I, it's going to be tough to succeed. There's a reason Belichick is loving life because Brady's not making $35 million a year and you can build all around. It's just I don't know how attractive the Cowboys are if you give Dak $35 million. Here is a hopeful conspiracy theory with my Chargers. They continue Ooh. to suck all year. We know they have arguably the most talented roster if they're healthy. If healthy, they yep. draft, you know, Tua, Jalen, you know, Herbert, whoever. Does Lincoln Riley look at that and the Chargers are going to go into a new stadium? They've made no footprint in LA, bring in the hottest head coach in college football. I mean, that could be a thing. That could be a real thing. Okay. And let me ask you now, as Mr. Chargers, um, Anthony Lynn is awful. He's he, well, we know. Yeah, yeah, he's terrible. But the owner, Spanos, is cheap. not he's he's the cheap. cheap and he's not well liked. Uh, if, he, if he tried to cheap uh, Lincoln Riley, no, he ain't gonna get, no, you know, he's not going to be. You'd have to. to overpay Lincoln Riley. You know, I'm not. Uh, yeah, what is ten million a year obscene 
to steal Lincoln Riley? They did it for John Gruden. I'd much rather have Lincoln Riley. Oh, hell yeah. yes. Um, for the Illinois I'm just saying, guys. if 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 there was a smart, you know, brain cell in in uh, Spanos's yeah. head, that that's the move. Yeah. You know. I mean, do you know how cool it would be? By the way, Clemson lucked out there. They called that a touchback, so no points for Louisville. I, you know, I made an accidental bet. Don't you hate when this happens? I got Clemson in the first half minus thirteen and a half. I'm like. How did I do that? I, I guess I just read it wrong. <laughs> clicked. It must have been after I took Ohio State first half. I just made a brick. But, um, I mean, Louisville's just a comedy of errors. Their quarterback's uh, down. Um, there's Trevor Lawrence. He just he just looks the part in the pocket. Three-step drop, cannon arm, confident. I, I, he looks a lot like Peyton every time I watch him. He Peyton just, Manning. Yeah, he just does. Including mannerisms. Yeah, just his, his confidence in the pocket. The way he leads that team. You know, Cowherd's been telling me that he thinks Tua can be Russell Wilson in the NFL. I, I mean, he's got, a, like. That a, is such praise, though. Like, it, I mean, that is the highest bar you can I mean, set. Russell Wilson went to back-to-back Super Bowls. Oh, Trevor Lawrence just gets decked, throws a dime, dropped. Um, yeah, I, I, I Russell Wilson may be a little bit high. I mean, Russell Wilson is just so smart. Remember, he was a five-year guy because he transferred, or maybe he was a four-year guy, four or five. NC State transfers to Wisconsin, goes to the Rose Bowl. So he comes into the league at like 23, I think. Um, Tua, true freshman, came into that championship game, right? And was lights out, or did he redshirt? But Tua's still a really young guy. Oh, look at Lawrence on the read option. Man, he just he just moves well for a big dude. A lot to love about Trevor Lawrence. Um, so Florida driving, not much else really happening here in the college football slate. Um, we got a guest coming up to talk about probably the biggest uh, injury. Can we say it's the biggest injury in sports? I mean, Kevin Durant's down. Zion Williamson's down. But I would put the reigning MVP in the NFL, Pat Mahomes, over those guys. I mean, Pat Mahomes is must-see TV, and, you know, there was some speculation, and I don't like to get into Kaepernick speculation, that, hey, Andy Reid brought in the former Nevada coach who knows the pistol, Chris Alt, and guess who he coached in Nevada? Guy by the name of Colin Kaepernick. Maybe they consider Cap. I don't know. We'll see. We'll talk about that next with our guest um, from the Kansas City Star. But come to Hooters every Monday all season to play Monday Night Moneyball. You're just a few easy questions away from a chance at cash prizes, freebies, and a trip to the season ender in Miami. Boy, Hooters in Miami, that must be a good spot. Play Monday Night Moneyball at HootersMoneyball.com. We'll talk with a Kansas City star reporter next about Pat Mahomes. But first, let's go to Isaac Lowenkron. With the latest in sports. Jason, plenty of top 25 teams in action. Third-ranked Clemson has a 3-0 lead at Louisville, nine and a half minutes in. Fifth-ranked Oklahoma just took a 7-0 lead over West Virginia with 4.32 left to play in the first. Number six, Wisconsin, a 7-0 lead at Illinois, 11 minutes in. And how about this? South Carolina, the early lead against ninth-ranked Florida. He'll get it going right side. He'll get it, get it to the end zone. Touchdown, Carolina. Touchdown, Mon Denson. Step it 
doing Slim Jim. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Florida right now trying to get on the board as they attempt a 48-yard field goal by Evan McPherson from the right hash mark with 413 left to play. Ooh. The kick is hooking oh. just inside the right upright. Man, Jason, that How looked, bad did that look? That looked like it was wide right all the way and just hooked in. So Florida on the board but trailing South Carolina 7-3 at the four-minute mark of the first quarter. 11th-ranked Auburn, a 14-0 lead at Arkansas, 8-27 to play in the first. Tonight at 8.08 Eastern, Game 6 of the American League Championship Series with the Yankees trailing the Houston Astros three games to two, and the Astros trying to wrap it up at home. NFL media reports that the Tennessee Titans are activating eagerly anticipated first-round draft pick defensive end Jeffrey Simmons, who tore his ACL in February while tr uh, training for the draft, but he returned to practice this week. He is being activated. Adam Schefter reporting that the Titans are also releasing veteran defensive end Brent Urban. And, Jason, finally I've got an update on the story we told you about last hour. The Netflix series Living With Yourself starring Paul Rudd premiering last night featuring a cameo where it appeared that Tom Brady was parodying Patriots owner Robert Kraft's arrest back earlier this year with a scene outside of a massage parlor, again, something you couldn't make up. Pro Football Talk Jason reported a short time ago, quote, per a source with knowledge of the situation, Brady didn't realize that the scene would be a direct or indirect reference to the ongoing legal entanglements of Patriots owner Robert Kraft, unquote. Presented without comment. Jason, yeah, back to you. I don't know. I mean, my head just is Just a hurting. coincidence. Just a coincidence, I'm sure. In the span of about eight seconds, we talked again about Tom Brady and some dumb TV show. And Illinois misses a chip shot field goal. And Trevor Lawrence is intercepted in the end zone. Not a good 30-second stretch there. Thank you, though, Isaac, as always. Uh, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, Fox Sports Radio. I am your host, Jason McIntyre, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 1-800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Um, so Pat Mahomes goes down. It's just an unfortunate uh, series of events Thursday night. He's going to be done for... I don't know. They're saying three weeks. That seems way optimistic. But to make sense of it, we're bringing in Blair Kirkhoff from the KC Star. Good morning, Blair. How are you? I'm good, Jason. How you doing? You know, I'm a little disappointed. Pat Mahomes down for, uh, what, a month at least? I got him in fantasy. He's in a bunch of primetime football games. This is bad news for everybody. I want to ask you, uh, this three-week timetable, that seems way optimistic. Does it not? It, it does seem optimistic, but... You know, keep in mind that it was it was a terrible looking um, injury when it happened. Players who saw it up close, you know, they they winced, they turned turned away. Tyreek Hill and Demarcus Robinson, you know, slammed their helmet to the turf in anguish. And you know, a, a minute and a half later, he is walking off the field to the locker room without uh, you know without his arms around a trainer or or a coach. I think he wanted to. I think Patrick Mahomes knew in the moment that it wasn't it wasn't as bad as uh, it looked originally, and so the reports came out yesterday, um, you know, from from a couple of sources that three to four weeks is the you know is the timetable. That does seem a little optimistic, but um, the Chiefs play four 
four games in four weeks, and then they have their bye. So I wouldn't be surprised if if he took the four weeks, the four games, then took the you know then took the bye week, and uh, and then came back for the final whatever that would be four games. Uh, would wouldn't surprise me if that's how it went. Now that sounds a lot more likely. So he would miss Green Bay Sunday Night Football. Now we got to see Matt Moore uh, up against Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> yep. Then he would miss Minnesota. Those are going to be two difficult games for Matt Moore to win. Um, Absolutely. At Tennessee versus the Chargers. Now we know the Chargers are a flaming dumpster fire at this state at this juncture. They're injured. Um, they don't seem like contenders, but that can turn quickly. And then, as you said, the bye. And um, so, I, I mean, listen, are the Chiefs going to hit their overwind total? Probably not. But the bigger question is, are they going to be able to hold off the Chargers and Raiders in the AFC West? Do you think there's enough talent defensively? Because I, I, a lot of pressure on Matt Moore to win some games here. Yeah, look, it, 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 it is a lot of pressure on Matt Moore. You know, I'm thinking if they can if they can squeeze two wins of the next four, then that you know maybe um, I think they'll be okay. Have Mahomes ready for the final month of the season and and, and just get into the playoffs. Just just get to the playoffs yeah. with a healthier with a healthy team. Uh, now Blair, uh, we're talking with Blair Kirkhoff, KC star. I got to ask you. There's a lot of speculation anytime a quarterback goes down. Time to call Colin Kaepernick. Um, Matt Moore actually looked pretty serviceable. He looked better than Joe Flacco, whatever that's worth. But there is a connection between Andy Reid and the guy who ran the pistol at Nevada, Chris Alt, and Colin Kaepernick. What are you hearing about a potential uh, KC Chiefs move to add another quarterback to this uh, roster? We we got to talk to Andy Reid about this yesterday, and and I I think he is of the – of the persuasion that they're going to ride with, with Matt Moore and then bring Kyle Shermer up from the practice squad. And that's, that's where the chiefs are going to go with the, with the position. I, I think they would, and they may sign, sign somebody else to the practice squad, but I, I don't see them going outside, um, you know, to, for a starting quarterback, especially if it's just a three to four week situation. I, I just don't know if somebody can come in and run the chiefs off, <clears throat> run the chiefs offense, learn it and then run it and, and, and yeah. be up to speed quickly. That's a great point. Now, uh, Shermer is the young kid from what, Vanderbilt? Vandy, yep. Yeah, um, I don't know. I Matt Moore is a KG veteran, but I had heard a report uh, or read this somewhere that he was as recently as like February, he was a scout in the NFL. He was like done playing football. He was coaching, he was helping coach his high school football team when the Chiefs signed him in the offseason. Oh my gosh! Um, and they signed and they signed him because Chad Henney, who was the backup quarterback, and and uh, would and I think the Chiefs would have felt really okay about their status right now. Chad Henney went down with a you know, with a fractured ankle in in the preseason, so that's when they went out and signed um, they signed Matt Moore because they didn't think Shermer was was ready to go, and um, and so. You know the, the the quarterback position. They've they've lost their top two guys from from the you know from the preseason, and that's that's why they're in the predicament they're in right now. Yeah. All right, uh, Blair Kirkhoff, KC Star. Follow him at Blair Kirkhoff. Blair, thanks a lot for the insight on the Chiefs and Pat Mahomes, and uh, you know, good luck uh, uh, covering Matt Moore. <laughs> <laughs> thanks a lot, Jay. Right, take it easy. Uh, wow, what a turn of events in the Clemson game. Um, so. And again, you never want to get too excited. Three turnovers in the first quarter. Um, uh, Trevor Lawrence picked at the goal line, 
and then a bomb for Louisville, like a 50-yard play. But then their quarterback just got hit as he dropped back to pass, ball in the air, and a, and a fat guy interception by a Clemson lineman. Um, actually, he's not that fat. He's probably like three bills. But uh, a nice nice play, good hands by 44 on Clemson. Trevor Lawrence can still get me that first half cover. It, it doesn't look good, though. Oklahoma rolling. Um Wisconsin obviously rolling and Florida just can't get a they can't get a flag to save their life here on the road. Uh all right, we'll wrap up the show. Uh coming back here, uh a little college football. We'll do some NFL, maybe any more NBA uh, at the end of the show. That's up next. Here on Fox Sports Radio. Boy, Trevor Lawrence and Clemson just look so uninterested offensively right now. Lawrence has been intercepted twice in the end zone in the first quarter. Now, I will say, oh, Dabo Sweeney chewing him out. Wow. I I wouldn't call that heated. Dabo was coaching, but he did not look happy. I will say the Clemson receiver was like tackled at the five-yard line and, and no flag. At any rate, Clemson defensively is just locking down Louisville. Eventually, they'll snap out of it. Uh, What else is going on here? Oklahoma, 14-0. By the way, West Virginia ran a really nice fake punt. If you get a chance, Google that or look it up on social media. I love the design. Not enough folks go with the fake punt. Um, Ooh, WVU. Nice little move. All right, uh, Gavin, you said we had a couple NBA things to wrap up. Yeah, so we do a – everyone at Fox Sports Radio here will do like a list of their predictions for the NBA – We've got you as Lakers clip uh, Celtics uh, NBA Finals with the Lakers coming out on top. You've given us Donovan Mitchell as the MVP. You've also told me in the break the Grizzlies will be the worst team in the league. We have a category called Out on a Limb. Now, you can do anything there. I put Rui Hachimura as Rookie of the Year. I know that's a long shot, but I'm assuming Zion might miss a lot of time this year. Yeah. What is your out on a limb? You can go all over the board. How about for uh, – let me give John Morant for rookie of the year. Oh, no, wait. We're not doing that. We're doing out on a limb, right? Yeah. Now, That's that is kind of out on a limb because Zion is such a favorite. But you can choose whatever it is. Maybe it's, uh, you know, one of your Knicks or something. I don't know. How about uh, – I, I really like that one that we just talked about with uh, – what's his name? Preston Johnson. Nets missed the playoffs. I'm on the Nets under. Is Nets missing the playoffs out on a limb? I think that is. That would be such a ding to Kyrie Irving's legacy. I'll be honest. I love Kyrie Irving a few years ago. I got that burnt orange Cavs Kyrie jersey. And I guess since he won the title with that game-winning shot, it all has gone to his head. Similarly, ooh, shucks. This is good. I just came up with this on the fly. It could be a lead to a show down the road. Since Odell Beckham made the catch against the Cowboys, he's never been the same. Ego, branding, became a global star. Since Kyrie hit the game winner, he has been a nightmare. It all went to his head. He demanded out of Cleveland. I don't want to play with LeBron anymore. Got in arguments with, um, what, Ty Lu? Remember that? Just at practice, the story, Ty Lu's talking to him, and he's like, walking away, just tell, tell LeBron it's his team or something like that. And just, you know, Kyrie Irving just melted down in Cleveland, won it out after winning a title. Then Kyrie Irving goes to Boston. Oh, Brad Stevens, all good. Midway through the season, he's not getting along with the young players, upset with Gordon Hayward because he wasn't healthy coming off the injury. It was just all, all not bad Not to mention news. his 
run-ins with the media that have been really strange. I don't remember that before that three-point shot. I mean, everything has gone downhill for Kyrie Irving. And now he's in Brooklyn, and he recruited Kevin Durant. Let's see what happens if they miss the playoffs. It could get ugly. So I'll say Brooklyn Nets miss the playoffs as my out on a limb. Are there any other? um, Are there over-unders or no? No. Coach Uh, of the year? No. Now, who do you like? I know Chris Broussard said Mike Malone the other day. Oh, my God. This is embarrassing. I don't know who Mike Malone coaches. Uh, he's the nu- Nuggets. Oh, jeez. Get out of here. Nuggets. Um, uh, you know I like Brad Stevens. Um, he's kind of a long shot this year. Um, I was surprised looking at the betting odds. Pencil it in, baby. Brad Stevens, coach of the year. Um, what about... Um, like a breakout player of the year. Do you have a, a mm. player that, like, I, I kind of think Pascal Siakam. I think with, you yeah. know, just him there in Toronto. Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, a guy I liked last year, but he got injured and couldn't really play a lot. Lori Markinen mm. uh, in Chicago. Chicago. I, I kind of have a weird thing with the Bulls. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if they were like the seven or eight seed. They got talent out there. I mean, Zach Levine, I, I'm just a big fan of his work. Uh, in. I like Wendell Carter. I like the draft a little bit. Um, yeah, it's uh, for some reason I like the Bulls in the East. Not to like do any damage. Um, who, who, g- give me your top four seeds in the East, Gavin. Well, Milwaukee, Philadelphia are the top two. Tell me you have Boston at three. I, I could see them getting to three. It's just, it's hard to depend on there's, Kind of a lot of turnover there, but I could, you know, Kemba. Everything I've heard about Kemba this offseason has been really good, and the teams yeah. like him a lot. Um, um, and that then it becomes four because a lot of people like the Nets. I don't. A lot of people like the Heat. I don't know if I do. I, I'm telling you right now, keep an eye on the Indiana Pacers. Uh, I, I a lot agree of it is that. when Oladipo yep. comes back, but I, I, I like their moves in the offseason. I mean, when you look at their depth chart, with a healthy Oladipo, obviously, because without him, you know, there's nothing special. I like Brogdon. Uh, T.J. Warren's a good pickup. They, nobody cares about him because he was in Phoenix. Dude, just he's just a bucket. He goes out there. He'll give you 17 a night. Um, I like the Sabonis-Turner combo. Uh, Jeremy Lamb coming off the bench. I, I kind of like the Pacers to sneak up on people. How about the, the Magic East? to make the playoffs? You like that bet? Yeah, they made the playoffs last year. They got a lot of young players. Uh, what are we going to see from Markel Fultz? You know, is is are Markel Fultz going to actually do anything? Um, yeah, I like their roster. They got some nice players. Aaron Gordon, Mo Bamba, hopefully breaks out. The the real interesting stuff is out west, though. Oh yeah, because like Lakers and Clippers are two of the best. I I thought the Pelicans with Zion could have been a playoff team, but I mean, Gavin, have you looked at them without Zion? Like what they are. Yeah, it's mostly Lakers, <laughs> and I've seen that a ton. Uh, I mean, it's Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram. By the way, uh, where are you on Ingram? Were you the Brandon Ingram I, truther on I, this show? There was a point where I was hardcore Ingram over Tatum, yeah. <laughs> and I mean, there were arguments last year yeah. that that worked out, but I don't think long-term Ingram is the guy. I mean, you're looking at a front court of Brandon Ingram, like somebody named Kenrich Williams, and Derek Favors. I, I, what is that? I, the kid Jackson Hayes is not going to be ready to be a star. It, it's just so crazy how bad they look without Zion. I guess Josh Hart could play 
you know, the three and Brandon Ingram at the four. Um, but I just, yeah, I, I'm out on the Pelicans. If they now, what don't. about a bet of the Thunder to make the playoffs? Oh, that team is garbage. Oh, good odds, though. You know, touchdown I'm, Florida tie touchdown game. Florida, I missed that. Carolina. I was looking at that Clemson 70 yard play. Um, extra we, point pending, but it will be 10. There we go. Uh, OKC Thunder, dude, this team is hot. It's garbage. terrible. <laughs> I mean, Chris Paul, who you know is going to get hurt and miss like 40 games. Oh, yeah, that's a beautiful touchdown. Um, Shea Gilgis Alexander's nice, but yeah, Andre Roberson back from injury. By the way, you know he dates that girl who's on Instagram, who all the basketball players love. She's that on a bunch be of a commercials. Lot of girls. Yeah. She's on a, 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 a she's on like um, what's her name? Radmida, I think is her handle. I don't know. She's kind of a big deal on Instagram. Gallinari, who's always hurt. Stephen Adams, who's tanking. Um, Thunder, like a thirty-win team for me. Uh, great show today. Podcast will be up. The rare five guest show. We uh, well, listen. We're getting the best and the brightest. Everybody have a great, safe weekend. I'll dominate golf Wednesday. Follow me on IG. There's plenty to celebrate in March and. Ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, Have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 